Hey, Pierce. Test, test, test. Test one, two, 34, blue. <coughs> We're gonna make it into the playoffs this season. All right, everything's live. We live. What are you drinking though? Protein shake. Nice, dude. Gotta stay alive. What? What is the brand? Premier. Premier protein shake. I've never drank it before. It kind of looks like a Slim Fast. No, they're protein shakes. No, I believe you. Let me tell you, like the Myers ones, just like the stock ones. Mm-hmm. Tastes exactly the same. What is the the amount of protein in it? Thirty. Thirty G's. Yep. Thirty G's, hundred sixty calories, one gram of fat, and you find it to be highly effective. It's for the protein, for yeah. sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I usually don't like protein drinks. They always make my stomach feel bloated compared to like a steak. You know what I think it's from? I don't know. I, I think it's wondering. from the fake sugar. There's a lot of fake. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. The the. Aspartame. I don't know if it's aspartame. There's a whole bunch of different kinds, but one of those. But isn't it some type of alcohol or something? Isn't that what that is? It's not an alcohol. No. Oh, I forget. But I know it definitely makes you bloated, for sure. Yeah, I know. Like uh, all the like aspartame and the other bullshit ones, they like. I know they fuck with your gut biome and they make it difficult to process fucking food. I love them though. They're so good. They're zero calories. You know, you can't well, beat it. Not quite zero calories. Yeah, it's terrible though because in the long run, you're not. You're not even burning the 150 calories you would have normally burned because your gut biome's fucked up. So you end up not even burning any, like losing any weight because you just slowed your digestive system. You think it's like that though? Yes. Like you think it will keep you how, fat? How many skinny people you see drinking Diet Coke? I don't know. Like almost I don't none. Really know. Almost none. Like whenever I see someone drinking Diet Coke, they're fat. <laughs> but what if they're getting down? They're, they're not. Down they stay the same. Oh, okay. They're like a lifelong Diet Coker. Like if you think you' about to lose a bunch of weight from switching from Coke to Diet Coke, you're losing. You're losing. <laughs> if you want to lose the weight, you cut that shit out altogether, and you drink <clears throat> some water. Water's huge. I think. Um, One second. I know she's freaking out. Listen to her. Sweet baby girl. Listen, pig, she's beautiful. I hope you guys can see her in the camera. She's this little pit bull that is, I think she's like 12 years old now. I'm not 100% sure. Ooh, I like that I'm doing a solo part, though. Because when I was at home, I was like, man, I should be pumping out solo episodes. I never, I never be getting to doing it, though, because I'm a lazy mother That's right. We're within the first 10 minutes, so I bleeped out that swear. Although I don't think that's a thing anymore. I remember getting an email maybe like a few months back. That's not even a real thing. What's not a real thing? Oh, uh, the, like, I still hear podcasters say like, oh, we're, I'm not going to, we don't swear in the first 10 minutes or we bleep it out and stuff. But I remember getting an email that said like, it's, they don't do that no more. They don't care about that. But it's like, uh, basically, like, I remember it was like even funny. It was like a video. He was like, we don't give a bleep no more. You can bleep. And he just said F so many times. Like, I think it's like within the first 15 seconds. They're like, if you are just like, bleep, 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 we will demonetize you. Besides that, we don't care. And I was like, that's freer, I guess. But 
I don't know. I think if you cut the pop out, you might drop a lot of weight. That's a lot of calories, dude. It, uh, potentially. I think, but you have to enact something else too. Like, like you said, maybe add like the correct water intake. You think you think soda drinkers drink the correct amount of water every day? No, but I don't think that has a huge effect on your weight. You don't? No, I don't think how much water you drink does. It'd probably make you healthier. But you do know you lose weight through your pee, right? People sure. think it's through your sweat. It's not even at all through your sweat. Well, you, you can definitely lose weight through your sweat. I've done it. But, like, you gain it back in about 10 seconds as soon as you drink some <coughs> water after. Okay. But I know you lose your fat deposits through your urine, through your shit. Yeah, but I don't think the water is going to change it. Because your body still has to break all that down it before does. it disposes of it. And it has to be in a calorie deficit regardless. Like, that's really what it is. Like, people just don't want to accept it. The deficit? Like, you're eating too much bullshit. <laughs> Like, like whenever I tell people if you want to get healthy, I'm like, why don't you just like focus on like the protein part of the meal, the meat. That is like, true. If you just focus on that, you can pretty much eat whatever you want because you'll be full and you won't be wanting to snack because you ate a good meal and you're actually full instead of like eating cereal where you're hungry 15 minutes later. God, cereal is the worst. So good though. Yeah, it tastes good. But no, 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 you're right. That is like, if you were to be like, if you wanted to help the most people, I feel like focus on your meat portion of the meal. Yeah, like, like if you having chicken for dinner, like make sure you have the right amount of chicken, eat that first, then you can eat all the side bullshit you want because yeah. you won't overeat. It'll help. You probably won't overeat. Like, Even a big giant fatty, they're psychologically trapped in a hell. They're going to overeat still. It will help, but. Well, their, their meat amount is going to be so high. But they body. all eat bands on their stomach and stuff, dude. But they're not eating a whole bunch of meat. They're eating a bunch of cheese and they're eating a bunch of bullshit. Like if they're not sitting down and eating a fucking whole chicken, because that's probably what you're supposed to eat, like a whole chicken. Have you? Because if you think about like you know your your protein content per your body weight, if you a 400 pound human being, you're supposed to get 400 grams in. Not really though. You're not supposed to be 400 pounds. But to, to to help push that shit back because you got all that muscle you still have to feed because you're gonna have a ton of muscle under all that fat from carrying all that fat around. If you, how about this? If you were that fat and you ate 400 grams of protein every day, you're not gonna overeat. You're not gonna overeat. I'll give you that. That's what I'm saying. If you eat I'll where you're you supposed to, where your body weight's at, you're probably not gonna overeat because you will be full. Like you're, you're, what are those things called? The satiate. Your satiation, your satiation, yeah, I know yeah, what you're that, saying. Yeah, those things are going to be taken care of. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And it's your, uh, I forget what the term is, your ghrelin level. Ghrelin, yeah. Yeah, the ghrelin, the expressed ghrelin in your brain release after you eat will determine if you overeat or don't overeat. And they say, like, uh, the protein will make that happen more. But also drugs do, too, like Ozempic did. Yeah, except for that makes your body decay. To a degree, but so does like cortisone steroids. Those are also t- well. The steroids do not make your body degrade. Cortisone steroids. Oh, cortisol does. Yes, and that's as they said, bad. You're not supposed <laughs> to use that. That isn't like a one-time type of thing. It's a part of uh, like medical. That, like I know it's crazy because like in reality, it should be like you're not even supposed to use it when you use it. Pretty much like oh, you got to go out and you're an athlete and play today cool like shoot that shit in you'll be all right for the day don't make that a habit that's how it's supposed to be used but they're using it as treatments yeah. that's crazy but i mean i don't trust the medical industry for anything i think almost everything's fake i mean they've created a lot of good drugs out here there's good drugs uh i don't believe that they actually fix the problems they're supposed to what about i think the they fix bar? symptoms once again, doesn't fix your anxiety, makes it go away. Comes back as soon as you're not on it. But what if you just take a Xanax bar every day? 
it still is only treating the symptom and not not the actual thing. Not the root, the cause. If you were, cause yeah, because if you were taking care of the cause, it would go away where you no longer need to take medication. Dude, did you remember in that joke? That's funny. You just reminded me. That's what he was saying that like, and it made me think of Theo Vaughn. He was saying like, if you take SSRIs and it makes you like... Uh, just feel nothing. I forget what nothing. he was. He said nothing. Yeah, the nothing thing. Then you have like a a, it's a, a nutrient a nutrient dis- Yeah, yeah. And then made me so much think of Theo because he's always like, I mean, he's worth like seven million dollars. He's like, I'm so sad. Everything in life is all the dumps. And then I've been on SSRIs for thirty years. Well, he also does a bunch of drugs too. Yeah, but he's clean all the time too. Majority of his life, he's actually clean because he's always in recovery. People forget about that too. Like if you're a drug, if you're a drug addict for a year, but then you get four years clean, year four years clean, you actually are sober more than you are high. I don't think most people go that long. Most of the people I see relapse crack in the first year. Theo doesn't be doing it like that. Though. Maybe. Well, maybe he's lying to yeah, us. Yeah, I don't know him, so I'd have to know him because well. most of the motherfuckers I know lie too. Like, I've been clean for two years. I'm like, bro, you was high six months ago. What are you talking about? I saw you. I mean, the lowest. No, oh, that was just one time. I'm like, it doesn't matter. You broke it. The lowest form of people do. That's the majority of people. That if, is. If we're talking right. about drugs. If we're talking about drugs, it's the majority of people. The majority of people can't handle them because they're, you know, essentially, they're not really man-made, but we've uh, extracted it. So, like, when you extract it, now we're past natural, even if it's natural. But okay. some stuff is good when you do that. Like wax is good. Wax they say is less is less harmful than yeah, weed. Yeah, the wax is is. I think there's other ways too, but our bodies aren't ready for it. Like as far as like mentally us getting used to it, you know, like coca leaf. Coca if leaf. you just chew on coca leaf, doesn't seem it'll, bad it'll work. Thing. It'll work medicinally. You probably won't get addicted, mm. and you won't have a lot of problem. But as soon as you turn it into cocaine, now your brain's like freaking out when you do it because you just boosted like your serotonin response from it by like fifty. 50 times yeah and our bodies ain't ready for that like social media like our, our brains ain't ready for that we got stupid yeah. little brains and we're playing the slot machine up there with the notifications and stuff like they're they've hacked our brain like we weren't meant for that yeah but don't you think that you as a as a human can can like rise above it once you, you can it? it's just we're not built for it you can rise above it through discipline are we not built for it since we adapt are we're, we not no we're not we're, we're not most built adaptive for creature on earth. That's more to prove that we're not built for anything. Like we, we're adapting. We're we're, we're, we're changing, but we don't ever change us. We change our surrounding. Like we don't change us. We're still the same people. Yeah, we never change us. Well, but we that, do. We're we so do a little dope, bit though. That's we're dope. Are we? Yeah, man. We are like, all right, horses are fast. We're like seven hundred, a thousand horsepower, two thousand horsepower, and we're but driving it's not us. us. We made it. We did but it. But it's not us though. It's an extension of us. Like, if we was running 700 miles an hour, then I'd be like, damn, we leveled up. But we're not ever doing that. We're always just making, essentially, us cyborgs. You know what I'm saying? We just turn ourselves into cyborgs. I don't know if that's good. Why? I don't know if it's good. I'm saying I don't know. We don't know the ramifications. Would you ever have thought that a place online where you could just post your thoughts would be the worst thing for humanity? Because it became it. Did it? I don't know. I think social media did. I think the internet... Huge positive. I'm, How many people use it? The internet? Yeah, is a majority of the earth? Yeah. Oh, it is? For sure. And I it, don't know. And it functions like all of our high-level stuff. Like the internet went out. We're, everybody in the cities is going to have to leave. Like instantly, there's going to be no food. Like the, the like all of our like interstate, international stuff is like ran through the internet. And all that would go down. All our technologies ran on the internet. Your Tesla wouldn't work. Your Tesla stops working. Yeah. 
like everything's ran off the internet. So the internet has lots of benefits, but I would say social media has almost none to humanity. It may personally give some people benefits, but yeah. the majority is going to give negatives for it. It's the majority, yeah. And when you when you're, I feel like from my personal experience, as you rise, you have it's like you can only rise off of their negativity. At least I've only experienced that. I've never that's missed your beast. That's because you're like in a troll space. But bro, even in the rap space, it's still of like gang, gang, thug, thug. Like it's, it's not, not of. It's positivity. not just them. It's not just them though. What? Like, all right, so like music specifically is so segregated off now because of the algorithms. That's what you see because that's what you like to watch. But someone else is seeing something completely different and that guy's getting a ton of buzz too. And of course there's going to be hate in it, but it might not be the majority. In fact, I don't think the majority is. And that guy's not going to be talking about hate. Oh, his, what he's speaking on. Yeah. But I'm not even trying to talk about what I'm speaking on. Leave that out of it. I'm just saying like, it seems like the wave of rise is off of conflict. Humans- I think. I don't think that's true. I think that while you're rising, the hate comes with it because people are envious. So as you're rising, you're going to see it coming up with it, but I don't think it's causing it. Okay. You know what I'm saying? Like as you increase, there's going to be hate that comes with it because you're getting bigger. Okay. Because people are haters because they're envious. What do you think is a more powerful vehicle of movement though? I think personally that humans respond to uh, like a distress situation more. Like lovey-dovey ain't going to get the response that hate does. I think both have the capacity to reach you to the top. Which one do you think is more powerful though? Probably the nice one actually, if you get it to the top. Let's take an example. Mr. Beast? No, I'm not going to use Mr. Beast. I'm going to use Joe Rogan, who's not a negative person who props up every single person he puts on his show pretty much. But the negativity is what made him... No, he was already big. No, he was so big because people liked him so much that when they brought the negativity, he shut it down. He said he got 2 million subscribers after they said he was... How many did he already have? Uh, Probably 2 million. More than that. But he... He has 100 million listeners a day, pretty much. The jump? No, they don't have that much. They They, really don't. They do. Like, 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 not a day. Sorry, like an episode will end up with like 100 million. 11... No, realistically, no, it's, it doesn't, though. It's if not. you stretch it across all platforms, oh, yes, it I does. Oh, I do that. That's possible. For sure. You got the YouTube hitting, the TikTok reels, okay. the Facebook reels. It's probably well over 100 million. What I'm saying, like, if you go, yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, that's true. Like, everybody knows what happened when Joe does something that's, like, slightly big. And those are different people? Yeah, because they're on so a So I'm platform. saying, all right, and now, now let's go to the other side where hate seems to, to fuel them. That's Trump. Oh, and he's the G of Kings. He's the G of Kings of that. Now, he's big as hell. He's, he's got a lot of power. G, but I would argue that Joe Rogan has more power than Trump. Sp- definitely with the populace. I mean, he got everyone to storm the cap, dude. He didn't even ask them to do that. They he did that on their own. Mob shit. I don't think he actually wanted that. I mean, I don't know. Like, if I was him, I wouldn't have wanted that because I know that's going to reflect badly on me and it's not going to work when I got a bunch of freaking 50-year-olds without even guns charging the Capitol. Some say they had explosives. No. Zip ties. Yeah, I heard some other stuff on that. Like, it was all placed there. By the the FBI? By the FBI, man. (laughs) The FBI cooked that up. There's no doubt about it. I mean, it's their MO now to do stuff like that. That's literally their MO now. The like there's not enough there. there's not enough stuff that's newsworthy for them to bust that they have to make shit up now. I've never seen any evidence of that I don't know. Gretchen Whitmer. What'd she do? 
You think she, she made, didn't you get? You think she made that thing up? No, I think the FBI did. That was a so that it looked like, look at us. We just stopped the people trying to kidnap the governor. Look how dope we are. That's how, it's not like trying to. Their their goal is just to make themselves look good. The FBI. It's like when they set people up like they do with the bomb or whatever, where they set the guy up with the bomb, convinced him to go blow all these people up, and then the bomb didn't even work because they gave it to him. Like, that was never a crime if you guys didn't step in. You guys are making it so that you can say you've got a terrorist and you all get promotions and pay grade raises. Don't you think on the books, though, they'd be like, well, this we were stopping. They run the books. That's the problem. <laughs> they run their books. They they are the ones that take care. Like the, there's no the police themselves above the feds. There's got to no. Be. There's, there's just the president always. Yeah, from them, their internal affairs. Just like, like just like internal affairs. They don't like each other. Yeah, because they are elected. You know, not the internal affairs. The Our police departments are elected. The FBI is placed by the president. Really? Yeah. And they hire people in. They hire people in. They like just like the CIA. Like they are standalone. They don't have people governing over them. And like the people, like us as people, don't have any power over them. And they don't have any type of agency over them. No, just like the president, just the executive branch. I think. Yikes. And he doesn't have like full power or anything. He can fire the guy running it though. Cause Trump did that shit. Right. Or they could be buddy buddy. Or they could be buddy buddy. That's the problem. That's like, a problem. Like it's so uh, it's super corrupt, and there's no way policing themselves. Like, I think we should be voting on who runs that shit. That should be a big thing. Who's running the FBI? We vote. The people. That way, when they're doing bullshit, you just fire them. What about, like, the CIA? Should we vote for them, too? I don't think they should exist. At all? I don't think he's all. They're, like, a completely illegal thing. They're, like, literally going to other countries doing illegal shit that's against the fucking Geneva Convention and shit. Yeah. Just stirring shit up. No, that's the dumbest thing I've ever heard. (laughs) Whenever they say they're protecting us, I'm like, there hasn't been a war... In my lifetime here, or my parents' lifetime, or my grandparents' lifetime, or my great-grandparents' lifetime. You got to go back to the Civil War where we were fighting each other. So any other war we've ever been in was not for our safety. That's bullshit. There's nobody here fighting us. But they would say if we didn't start those wars over there, war would have started here, son. That's a lie. They're actually, we created all of it. We created the Taliban. We created Al-Qaeda. We created ISIS. And then Israel created Hamas. Hamas. So, I mean, we're, we're always the ones creating these wars. And it almost feels like Israel might be a little extension of the United States. 100%. Some people say that. They definitely are. Um, Why do they call it the They're the definitely wiping Gaza off. Huh? Why do they call it the state of Israel? Why don't they say the, the country of Israel, the nation of Israel, or whatever? Well, I, I believe the state means country. Just like, it's weird in ours because we're all these different states. These are little countries? Yeah, like, No. No. But I'm saying I think it means the same thing. Mm. All right. Except for here. We're the only place with states. Everyone else has territories. Okay. So like Great Britain, for example, they were kind of like us where they had different states. They had the UK and they had Ireland and they had Canada. Okay. But it was all under the United States. It was all, no, it was all under Great Britain. Great Britain. So we have all these different states, but it's all the United States. And then now they're the United Kingdom? They've always been the UK. That's just that little island. The UK is just that little island they live on. The rich one. Yeah. Where yeah. the queen lives. But like Norway was part of Great Britain and England, or uh, not England, they are, they are England. Ireland was part of Great Britain and Canada was part of Great Britain. But they're not now. And Canada's not. That happened when we were like, I don't know, like 10 years old or something like that. They, and then half of Ireland is. Half of Ireland is. 
And I think Norway's still part in everything. Because they'd be fighting the up the raw and the, and the bombs and stuff. Yeah. yeah. Whites fighting whites. Heavy. I love it. It's a beautiful. People thing. fight. Yeah, whites be fighting whites. And blacks be fighting blacks. And blacks be <laughs> fighting whites. And Asians be fighting blacks. And, a- and blacks be fighting Mexicans. When do Asians and uh, blacks be fighting? I would I would venture to say they hate each other more than any other groups, honestly. But not until they get here, right? Well, yeah, they don't actually run into each other. That's what oh, I'm saying. That's a lie, because China literally buying up Africa and enslaving them. So I guess, no, they don't fight back. They're Chi- enslaving them? Congo. Oh, to make all those phones? Yeah, I mean you can call I mean, they it. You can call to work it. There. They you can call it. For them. You can call it what you want. But they I mean, don't gotta go to work there. They choose to strap the baby on and go. You know, to be honest, right? It's slavery to me either way. Because <clears throat> you choose to walk out in that cotton field back in the day and pick cotton. No, if you didn't or do you that, they'd whip you to death. That's like they would like gonna cut ha- your arm off. Like. So, or you can starve to death there over uh, you know a two three week period. Well, think about like Naganu. He just said, "I'm getting the heck out of here." That was crazy. I'm just saying. His story. His story. Most people don't survive that. I know. So I mean, like that's like enslavement. Then that's like a runaway slave traveling on the underground railroad trying to get to the Union. (laughs) But I mean, not really. He chose to work in the sand mine, right? He'd wake up in the morning. I'm gonna go work in the. What are your choices? That's the question. What are the choices? So if you don't have other choices, then you're a slave. Like when I'm a, like when you're incarcerated, you're a slave. I don't have the choice to leave this bitch and go do something else. Like I am this property of the state legally. You're the property of the state. You're literally a slave. Wow. But luckily, you've rights. They have rights for prisoners. Oh yeah, big rights. Pretty good ones here. Oh, I don't got to work. I mean, you don't got to do nothing. Like here, because we're not a um, industrialized prison state, it's all state funded. All that bullshit's gone. Like that privatized shit is what ruins it because they're trying to make a dollar. So you're saying in other states there's prisons that are privatized and they do have different rules for them? Hell yeah, they got you working out, doing shit because they're they're busting contracts down with the with the with the county and the state and companies to do shit with the prisoners and have them work for twenty five cents an hour or whatever. Wow, doing what? Doing hard labor. Where they're breaking those block the bricks up and stuff. Sure, something, yeah, what, stuff what was like that? that. Why were they just busting rocks on the chain gang? I think of that was how it started before it was privatized. Where they're like, we're gonna make them work, like to teach them a lesson. But then they realized you can make money. They're like, why are we making them bust these rocks? Yeah, they're like, let's make them make a road. Right. You know what I'm saying? And it'll cost us fucking three hundred dollars in labor at the end of four months. That's not a bad idea. And then we'll have this the, the the federal government pay us to take care of them. Oh, the feds still pay for them. Yeah. Wow. Not a bad move. I like that. What does it take to get into the privatized uh, prison business? Well, you're done though now. What do you mean? You can't get in now? You'd need so much money. Millions and millions. Yeah, probably billions. Billions? Plus, like, they're on the decline because people found out how fucked they were. Which is good. They should be gone. You think Personally, so? yeah. I think if you want to lock someone up, you should be re-educating them, right? That's the whole point. Is that the point? That is the point, yes. Oh, I don't know. That's supposedly their point. It's not punishment. It's to get you right to send you back into the world so that you're a productive member of society when you leave. Is that what? I don't know that. Supposedly. I thought we locked them up because they're bad for our society. Why would you let them out then? Because we think that we can, they, they're now rehabilitatable. They can be integrated They back. should already be fixed when you let them go. Because if you don't have them already fixed, then they're obviously not, they're not going to change. 
I had my freedom back. Why would I listen to you now? You got to fix them in there. Because you're going to come back here if you don't. Yeah, and that's, well, that's how they set up the prisons on purpose because that's how you make the money. You want them coming back? Yeah, if you're working them. Oh, yeah, but what about the other ones? What about like Michigan and stuff? Michigan? If so, there's no incentive for that. So our big problem here was that we had truth and sentencing where you get no good time. And that's how we got all stocked up because there's just too many of us because we were just sitting in there longer than everyone else. Okay. You know, if we get three, we do three. But if you're in California, you do like two and a quarter. And then you come home on your three. Okay. And if you're doing 25, you do like 17. So all these people are shaving giant years off of how much time they, they have to be in there. Ooh. But not here. No, here we're truth and sentencing. Whatever you got sentenced to, that's what you do. Oh, wow. Minimum. So if they say 15 years, 15 years. 15 years. And usually is it like 15 to 25? No, like here it'll be 15 to 25. You're doing at least 15. That's how it works here. You have to do a minimum of 15, and then we'll decide if we can let you go. What if she said the possibility of parole in seven? Are they allowed to that put that your, on there? No, that would be your minimum. Oh, okay. That's whatever your minimum is. But like in California, it'd be your minimum's 10, but you do seven or whatever. So, oh, in California, they do allow it like that. Yeah, good That's time. That's nice. Almost like everyone that. else besides us has that. There's only like three states that don't have good time. So you could be a trustee. You could train the dogs. You could do it all, and you can't get out early. Nope. Wow. Got to finish your sentence. They said you got to do three. I kind of like that, though, too. Well, no, I don't like pun- – I just like them out of our society. That's what I don't like. Because, like, all right, if you're, like, a murderer, you're constantly murdering people, like, they should be out of our society. That's what I think prison is good for. I think we'd be looking at it wrong. Damn, you a murderer? We're going to sign you up for the U.S. Army. Is he going to work for the government, though? Or die. Or die. That's how I'd be doing. Yeah, for a murderer? For sure. I'd be like, oh, you like to kill people? Cool, I got a job for you, bro. <laughs> that is we, a bad idea. So every we should time be placing break, people. Wrong, we should be placing people. Some, dude. So like you catch a big drug kingpin, you're like, CEO possibilities. Are you willing to get your, your no, PA? No, I'd be like, damn, I see you're doing lots of that. Well, I got an opening for you in Pfizer. Yeah. In marketing. In marketing. Or if you're the cook, we're like, oh, all right. Well, we're gonna we're gonna put you through a little tiny bit of school, and you're gonna get into chemistry. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That's how it should work because you're literally (laughs) placing the people. Not a bad move. Like these people would stay doing it because it's what they do, and they enjoy doing it. Obviously. What do you do with the pedophiles? Pedophiles? They go straight for Eric Clinton's. They work for the Clinton's Clinton Foundation. It's really hard with the pedophiles (laughs) because first off, like I would be for getting rid of them. Oh, so you're just they're do- they there's no re- there's no placing of the pedo. No, I'd be for completely getting rid of them. But the problem is, right. I don't trust our court system to get it right. So I never know what to do with them. I'm like, I personally think they're worthless to society. Let's just chuck them out. Let's get rid of them. They're like Hamas. Let's exterminate them. But how do I make sure that you are that? Because <coughs> there's so much bullshit <coughs> that happens in our court system. <coughs> Do you think you could maybe put them in a, a situation like they're a battery? Like, what if we had them doing, like, a cyber or something? Like, they can't leave the computer? Man, <laughs> oh, they're going to be child porn. They're, they're a problem. <laughs> they're a problem. <clears throat> and they have no skills to translate to the real world. But because of your <clears throat> issue with it, then, then killing them is pretty immoral. So it's like... Why is it immoral? We, oh, because, because we they, don't know. They fuck it up too much, yeah. That's why I'm not for any capital punishment. <clears throat> but that's what I'm trying to say. So if we got to play some, how do we play some making Funkos? 
for the kiddies. Actually, yeah, make them have make them make kid shit. Have them work to make no child kids. thing with no kids. Obviously, well, it's a factory. There's no there's no kids at factory. <coughs> design. But they can constantly. They should be doing design. Kids and design things for kids. Yeah, advertising. They can work at advertising for fucking cereal and shit. <laughs> for like Disney and, <coughs> yeah. and Pixar. Heavily monitored. Oh yeah. Those guys don't don't just get pushed back into society. You you gotta stay on that list forever. We gotta take pissing outside off the list though. So like yeah, that's another thing. Do you think that you could use them, but you still keep them locked up because they're just too dangerous? But you make <coughs> it like a thing. Or at least they have their own pedo community. Microchipped. Microchipped. Locked up but outside. Yeah. And can you just end it for like anytime you want with the chip, or how does that work? What kill them? Oh, I don't know. What, no, no, no. I would just say I just say you just go pick them up. Like, you'll know exactly where they are. So you catch them beeping outside of a middle school. <laughs> Pick them up. You about to you about to go do ten years in our prison now. Beep. We'll give you beep. another shot at this. It happens again. Then we're gonna put you in the inferno. Damn. Oh, so you do give them a one shot ten year, and you do believe in capital punishment then too. But you that's because of repeat. He went. He has now shown you on the the chip monitor that he's going around the kiddies. You know what I mean? Yeah. So the first one, you're like, I don't know, because I don't trust the system. But now, now I know. you're back. Now you're back. All right, we we, we can finish this off now. Because you... why would he be around the kids? Exactly. What was the reason? Like a normal person is not a pedophile. If they got convicted as a pedophile, and they're like, if you go by that fucking school, you'd always be. You're that done. School. You will never go by that school ever in your life. You will be like, oh no no, I'm gonna move like a hundred miles away from the school and just live far as fuck away. No university. Nope. No we're just gonna stay out of it. <laughs> Like people that steal shit? Yeah, where do you place them? Espionage? <coughs> yep, I was about to say, you're doing fucking CIA shit. You turn it into secrets you're, and You're stuff. the CIA shit, and we're going to pay you well. Wow. What a world. That's what it should be. I think about that all the time. Because we're, we're wasting useful people. Like, when I was locked up, that's the craziest thing. Like, there's a lot of dumb motherfuckers in there. There's wow. no doubt. But there's a lot of smart motherfuckers, too. Where you're mm. like, wow, you guys were like... You could have done something with your life, too. What about talented motherfuckers? That's what I mean. Well, talented in what way? I don't know. I guess it depends. Like, maybe you saw something that sure, had but recall crazy. He's like, hey, mm. I finished this law book in, like, two... I don't know. No, not stuff like that. More art things you'll see or people building things. You'll see a lot of talent in that. But, like, there's no real... That's not what they were there for. That's a hobby they picked up. Right. It's not tied to their... their yeah, like, oh, wow, activity. you made a really cool truck out of fucking cardboard. What would you say looks most real. people were in there for? God damn, it might be pedophiles, man. <laughs> they up there, man. <laughs> Pixar movies. Uh, well, I was at a I, half of the half the like the the compound next to mine was like four pedophiles. So like, I'm not getting a good good number on what it's really like because they get pushed over to ours when they finish the program. So like, we had a whole we had more than you should. But like probably like fifty percent of that place was fucking sex crimes. Wow. Uh, most things, I, I, it's not a specific crime, but they were high as shit doing petty crimes. That's the number one thing. You know what drug I'm saying? Addicts. Cutting Cadillac converters off at the bottom of cars. Drug yeah, drug addicts doing fucking petty crimes. So where do you place drug addicts? Drug addicts, and you get them help, and you get them a job. Okay, so you're saying what they're yeah that their thing is like a psychological issue. Yeah, like they need to be fixed, and like if we don't fix it right because we don't give them a way to be successful. You know, it like, doesn't really feel like a crime. Yeah, when like a junkie gets caught with stuff. Yeah, why do they go to prison? Yeah, they go to prison. It was just stupid in the first place, and then like they don't help you when you get out. It's like 
Yeah, if you're going to send him out, he's going to have to work at McDonald's, and that's the best he's going to have going for him. I have a good feeling he might turn back to the drugs. Like, why don't y'all, with y'all your government shit, give some people some jobs where they can level up. You don't even have to pay them. Like, they don't let you go to school in there or anything? I don't know. So, when I was leaving, they just cut all that shit. They had, like, electrical and shit. But, like, it was such a scam. Like, fucking, they make you wait your whole bit before you get to do it. And then, fucking, most of the time, they don't even put you in it because there's not enough money for it. So, like, the idea was there, but they, they, they don't help you get a job, really. But you'll have the certificate when you get out, right? Kinda. So you have to go do, yeah, you'll have like the certificate for the book part, but then you still gotta go clock all the, you gotta go get an apprenticeship and clock all the journeyman hours in. That's like two years. Mm, it doesn't have to be. It's just hours that you put in. That's how many hours you put in hmm. for their shit. So it's like, uh, at least for electrical, I don't know, it's like a thousand hours or 200 hours, whatever the number was. It's some three to four zero number Dang. for hours that you had to have on the job. Because you're, I mean, cause you're done with the learning part. That is better, but that's not like you need to get just people jobs. They don't even have to be that nice of a job. Right. I mean, every job we said was pretty high up there. We said espionage, military. Well, service. that's for the high level criminals. Those guys are, are useful. They like are. they're high level. So they obviously have far more to give, honestly, if you put them in it. Like you're not going to reach a high level being stupid and incompetent in anything. Right. Like, the best criminals I've met were not stupid. What about fraud? People that are committing fraud? fraud. Uh, obviously, you're a spy. Oh, espionage? You're already doing it. <laughs> but I mean, like, people ripping off businesses and, like, check fraud and swiping and the card people. Like, whatever that is. I don't even know how to learn CIA. about that, by the way. Like, how do people even learn about how to do that? Is there, like, is there Here's the thing. So, what's going on with that? Well, like, with the cards... They're not learning anything. It's just such a ridiculous problem that most of it just gets overlooked. That's how most of that shit works. If they want to catch you when you're swiping, you're done. As soon as they're looking for you. As soon as they're looking for you, your your run is over. You're done. You're on camera. You have to you're on camera or you're, you're you have to physically get the stuff that's getting either shipped to a location where you're going to go pick it up or into your bank account or into a bank account that's got to move to another bank account. I don't care how many shells you got. There's going to be a trail. And gift as cards? soon, huh? Gift cards. Give uh, you gotta go to the store and buy it. Yeah. Like there's gonna be a point where you are have to receive the goods. You gotta get the goods because you're you're dealing with regular people and everything's monitored. You know, like when you're doing like drug deals, like it doesn't have to be recorded. No, both of you guys are criminals, so both of you guys are trying to keep it low key. Yeah, but when you're doing that shit, you're dealing with a big business normally. Like you're rip- and you're two big businesses. First, you're fucking with the credit card company. Massive business, huge, which is actually why they get away with so much. They don't give a fuck about low dollars. You got to, they it has to be enough for them to be like, fuck, what the fuck is this? We need to have someone investigate this. Then you're cooked. But are these kids like getting old cards and like making them and stealing numbers? Like, what's going on? Numbers, you just buy them off the dark web. So they got to be on the buy like a list dark web, uh, fucking numbers. You get like a whole list of them for some money, and then you just need to know the number. You don't need a card. They can print cards, too. You can print cards. Like, you can get a card printer and put it on there, and it works and shit. Now, what about online purchases? That's what I think a lot of people do, but once again, like, it's got to go somewhere. The end. Uh, but what if, it, what, if it, what if you buy gift cards online? It's got to go somewhere. The gift card. Yeah. 
or what you buy with the gift card. Either way, like it's all linked together. Like everything's so linked that it's impossible to not leave a trail doing credit card fraud. Right. Your goal is to just stay under the radar because you have to leave a trail. So your goal is to just like, you know, I know like most of it's like you don't want to spend too much on each card. So you're hitting different cards, low dollars, boom, 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 all different places because none of those are going to be linked right away. Like each person has to report that shit that really has the card. But you're the one doing it? But you're the one doing it and you're on camera on all of it. I can't think of one story where you're not on camera. Gas station, you're on camera. McDonald's, you're on camera. Myers, you're on camera. I don't know where you're going. You're on fucking camera. Driving down the road, you're on camera. The fucking stoplights have cameras. Like, there's cameras everywhere. What about the woods? Could you operate slides in the woods? How are you going to get your money? I don't know. I don't know yet. That's what I'm but saying. I know there's no camera, or there's less, less cameras in the woods. Yeah. Just trail cams yeah, but, and stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's why you can get away with doing other illegal things, not things that require electricity. But not slides in the woods. Because you have to somehow get whatever you're buying. Because they're not going to deliver it to the woods. No. They're going to deliver it <laughs> to the best you got is a P.O. box in which you have to go pick it up from. That's the best you Isn't can do. Is that a bank? A P.O. box? Or that's in like, like the a, U.S. mail office. Yeah. That's the best you could probably do because you could put you could probably get a fake name on there and all that shit. Or you could have some junky fucking order it to their house. But I mean, when the fucking FBI rolls up, they're going to tell on you right away. And then they're going to do a buy in the buy with the junkie. The junkie's going to act like everything's cool. Yeah, you're, you're cooked. cooked. That's what I'm saying. Like, there's always a trail. You can't get away with it unless, unless, you, unless they don't know to look for you. Ooh, that's not good, dude. It is a... Now, there's other fraud you can probably get away with, just not the credit card. Like what? Uh, some so like I think hacking frauds you can probably get away with a lot of shit. Where you steal all their money by hacking in it? Yeah, just all sorts of different ways <sighs> of hacking. Like I was locked up with a guy that was like, uh, he was like hacking into eBay and like, um, he was selling cars on there, but he wasn't. He didn't have any of the cars, but he like hacked in and made it look like he has this great seller rating, and then just ripped off tons of people. Wait, say that again. All right, so what he's a little genius. Yeah, the, the, this guy like the FBI, the FBI was getting him and shit. They had to like get him from Russia. He was living in Russia, like because he ran away. And then they made a deal with him, like to do eleven months and it'd be over. Wow. He stole like forty million dollars. Get the money. Yeah, they didn't get the money back. What do you do? He so he would go on to eBay and he had like he'd make accounts and he'd sell like you know fifty thousand dollar cars, Corvettes, blah 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 blah. He'd actually do that, but like he'd go in. No, no, there's no selling of actual cars. That's the thing. But he'd pack in and make it look like he had all these sales on the seller rating. So he'd have like a seven hundred seller rate, you know, five star seven hundred sales. But he's never made one sale. But it looks like it. So people feel trustworthy in buying it. Boom, money comes through. Boom, and then you just shut the account down. Took the money, and then he'd make a new one. But the account that had to have been made on his IP address, his not his name, it had to be on. His well, he's name. like a hacker, so like, so I'm he sure use someone else's fucking. I'm identity. sure. I'm sure he cleaned that shit up. Like I know, like the deal that he said that he made was the 11 months. He'd come back, he'd do 11 months, and he had to show him how he did it. And show him how he did it. That's why he got a good deal because they were like, we need to know how the fuck you did this. Wow. See, that's someone that. <clears throat> Why is he in prison? They need to right away be like, this. let's get this guy a job. He's probably living over there in Russia right now. That's where he was going back as soon as it was done. He said, fuck America. This place sucks. He was American. Yeah, but Russia, well, we don't know. We get fed bullshit all the time. Russia doesn't look he said nice. It's, he said it's so much better because 
He said it's so much better because the news doesn't perpetuate hate. Just because of that. He's like, the news like just makes the everybody hate each other here. And there's just this weird tension of hate. I was watching this podcast. I was trying to show like the disinformation that Russia produces. And they showed like this old, what was classified as propaganda. He's like, look at what they say about us. And I swear to God, dude, it was like from 1943 or something. Everything they said about us is exactly what we are. Yeah. It was not I, propaganda. It was the truth of yeah. America and capitalism. And I was like, and he looked stupid. Like during it, everyone was like, uh, this kind of, like Sam Tripley was like, I mean, it all kind of sounded right. <laughs> it's like, it was so funny to me, dude. I, I like, mean, capitalism's dope, but we're not even living in a capitalist market anymore. We've gone past that. Well, because oh, crony capitalism. Yeah, because we've gone to like an oligarchy type thing. Because we've got because now the companies that already have the money are embedded with our government. Right. So it's not a capitalist market because they are getting to manipulate the market above ahead of everyone else. Like Walmart gets subsidies. That's why their shit's so cheap. And they literally subsidies? subsidies is when the government gives you money for doing stuff that they want you to do. I want to do stuff for the government. Give me money. Exactly. Yeah, but that, that's a big problem because now Walmart inherently has a giant advantage over any other person doing what they do. And doesn't the government always just want to give the money to the big boys? To the big boys. Isn't it bullshit? That's, that's why we're not in a capitalist market anymore. A capitalist market, everything's fair. <clears throat> we're past fair. We're now putting regulations into hinder the people that don't even have a chance to begin with because they're starting financially so much in a deficit compared to the people that are already in the industry. And then we're rigging it for the people that have all of the money that already had all the advantages. I know. Like, they, like the FDA. The FDA is the greatest example because they keep, like they're always outlaw. They won't push puns of stuff through and then they put bullshit through. Like, uh, like, like the COVID time. vaccine. Oh, well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then outlawing peptides and stuff that has absolutely no negative benefit or no negative health consequences on paper yet. The doctor, that doctor on Joe explained <laughs> it. It's because the company doesn't have the money to put up to do the test they need. Once again, rigged. Rigged. It's like it's all rigged. That's sick. It's like, I should be able to do the test. Like anybody oh, should be able to do the test as long as it's I monitored. Mean, I don't know how to do the test. Well, if you knew how to, because those people do, they're scientists to make that shit. So if I can, and you just run studies, that's all you're doing. You know how to run a study. You like, it would be easy. It's like, all right, we're going to have five, a thousand people, 500, dude, 500 are going to be on a placebo and 500. Well, people do do these. That's how they have like companies do this. Yes. It's just not the FDA one. So it doesn't count for getting approval. They have to run it. But that's legal. I thought that would be like experimentation. So if I'm making BP-177 or whatever, I can like get a hundred people to do a study. I can put an ad out, have them come in, do a placebo, do a You're probably control. going to need- Jail. No, you're probably going <laughs> to need some sort of approval from the government. I think so. But not from the FDA necessarily. I think from somebody else. FDA is like- Because you, know, you know, like, you know, places be doing like drug studies that aren't legal. But really? They, yeah, you know, like all the DMT studies and all the ketamine studies they did and all that shit. That's like, illegal? Those drugs are illegal, yes. Yeah, but they do it under the MAP program or whatever. Isn't that a government program? That's my point. So they have a government approval mm. to do it. Yeah. So like, you can get the approval. So it's legal for them in those moments. I mean, like with the with the genetic engineering, I know the loophole is just like 
you're going to do it. Like, if I'm going to give you something, I just hand it to you and you inject it. That's the loophole. Because you can do whatever you want with your body with that stuff. Oh, like at, at work. So, like, at my job, they said for happy hour, right? I can't pour the drink. I can't buy the drink. But you can accept it. I I can serve it to them is okay. what I'm saying. All right. So, yeah. Yeah. Essentially. Like, I got to get someone who pours it. I got to get someone to provide the alcohol, like sponsorships. Like we call the liquor store. Well, that's a little more complicated than the genetic one. Because the genetic engineering is just, we made this. You have to shoot it up. I can't be the one that administers it. Because legally it has to be you. Because you can experiment on your body, but I can't experiment on your body. Even with your approval. And a lot of times I'm sure the company that you buy it from is not actually the producer of the genetic like thing. They're getting that from a lab. No, probably you're buying it from the person. Think because about when you bought research chemicals. You this were is way different because there's not big companies yet because it's not allowed to be done. Like CRISPR? There's no big CRISPR companies? There's the people that make all the products. I'm sure there's people that make already made genes and shit. But like <coughs> like the one they were doing with the AIDS, like there was only a couple people. And like they were giving it to people like that. Like, boom, you have to do it. That's how they're doing their studies, essentially, to see if it works. Hmm. But they weren't some big company. They were manufacturing it because anyone can with CRISPR. Well, that's good. You don't need a giant company to do these things. Right, right. Did you see that Elon Musk is calling on uh, volunteers for the Neuralink? It got approved that humans are allowed to be tested on now. Yeah, I mean, I'm good, personally. I'm not doing it, but I was wondering if you're going to do it. Oh, no, I got to see how that shit goes. You seem like you're kind of into that. So I'm definitely into that stuff, but I'm not going to be the test monkey yet with the electrical stuff. If there's one thing I know about anything technological I own, it's that it fucks up a lot. Oh, yeah. No matter how expensive and nice it is. Yeah. Tons of glitches. So we're going to see how this works in your head first. Ooh, God, it's all glitched out. Yeah, like there's just too much, like not even someone hacking in or all the other things people talk about, just like it being fucked up. Like, it could just easily malfunction. That happens with every piece of technology we've ever created. But think of how sick it would be to operate a military drone with your brain. I never would be allowed to, though, because they just shut that that feature down so you can't access military shit. Yeah, we got to get our own brain chips, dude. That's always the problem. That's why I'm not near as excited. Like, I would need, like, a guy I know that just made this chip. We need the guy at Tesla to leave and go on his own rogue shit, dude. Where he's like, I'm making my own personalized brain chips. Well, Tesla's not making the brain chip, but... Or whoever, whatever. No. I don't know. Neuralink is. That's the name of the company. And they're all separate companies? All separate companies. Whatever. I hear but some Tesla's of the making fail. the robot. You know what I'm saying? Tesla's making the robot. The humanoid robot? Yeah. All right. So Tesla's doing more than just cars. They're just not on that one. What happened to the boring company? The what? The boring company that he owned. Those, he made flamethrowers for like a year. Probably failed. Yeah, probably failed. I hear he fails a lot. He fails a lot. Everybody, Anybody that's in big business does. That is true. You're supposed to fail a lot. It's just like when you have that much capital, you're taking giant shots in the dark all the time. And you only need to hit on a couple of them. And if you hit the right ones, then you become... I don't know. People say that he just he made it off his daddy. His daddy's got that emerald mine. Yeah, people like to say that except for like all of his money came from PayPal, which had nothing to do with that and didn't like require much money up front. That was like an idea that, that that made that. That was like whoever made Bitcoin. Bitcoin didn't cost billions of dollars to make. It didn't? No. Hmm. It's fairly simple. It's an idea. Like when you come with ideas, it's a game changer. 
because they're normally they're not super expensive at first. Just that as you scale up, they get expensive. I don't know. I so don't like know. Bitcoin's expensive now to run because everyone's using it. Oh. So now there's a lot more processing power. Everyone's mining and shit. So like Bitcoin's a lot more expansive. But when it first came out, no one was using it. Like, Who owns it? No, no one. Nobody knows. They no got, one owns it. Nobody no. owns it, but the guy that created it essentially is the owner. Isn't head. it weird how it works though? Because like Bitcoin is in, it's like in every app. It's like in Venmo. It's in, I guess I don't really get it. Where is it held? It's Nowhere? not, it's all made up. It's completely fake. That's why I'm not big on crypto. Like, I really like physical fucking things. Being, like, the dollar was cool until they fucking pulled it off of gold. Like, it made sense before. It's like, okay, so there's gold over there. Right. Like, no matter what time in history, gold was the shit. Like, I know gold is going to be fucking dope no matter what. But with Bitcoin, it's if, like, if I buy a Bitcoin, if we all decide that we just don't, that Bitcoin ain't worth shit, even if there's billions of dollars people invested in it. It's not worth nothing. But if I buy $100 in Bitcoin, it's just someone on the other side entering like a number, right? I don't think it's a person, but yeah. That's it though. It's not anything. Completely fake. All of our money is. Right. All of our money is like that now. Well, I got to go to work, so wrap it up. <laughs> yes. That's what my brother. So anyways, he's going to be like, uh, something, something about the house. Something about the car, but make sure Jason gets this. Or he might be like in the hospital dying and be like, You can have this. This is yours, this is yours. Leave me this. Or maybe he doesn't tell me what he's leaving. Maybe, maybe he's so mad at me he leaves me nothing. Because that's how mad I am. I don't really care. Deep down inside, I do care. Yeah. Did you press the board already? Yeah. Walk in the gas station, but I didn't drop no ops. Wave and smile at every nigga walking up and down my block. I don't mean mug, I don't mean mug. You don't, I do care, but I don't really care because that's just how fucking life is. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That is just how life is. I can't fix. I can't fix other people. Him, you know what I'm saying? I can't fix a situation and, and make my mom come back and him go and then and, and go from life there. And I got to play it this way. And if they're not willing to even acknowledge that me not being in their life isn't what my mom wouldn't have wanted, you know what I'm saying? Because right now I'm not in my dad's life, I'm not in my sister's life or their kids' lives, her kids' lives, you know what I'm saying? My nieces and nephews. And it's been that way since before, before my mom died. But... I'm definitely not there because they definitely can't meet me halfway. But that's, you know, Christmas is supposed to be about family. And I come from a toxic, dysfunctional family with very fucked up values. Like, I could tell you some shit, and it's wild. Like I told you, all the brothers were all about loyalty, right? Right. They're fighting for each other. Like, if one of them had beef, or you beat one of them up, guess, and they come home to the house fucked up, they're all hopping in the car, two, three cars, and ro rolling wherever they had to. And if it was that big of a fight, they're calling their homeboys and saying, hey, one of us got beat up. But now, let's say 20 years later, 40 years, 30, 40 years later, look at, I mean, I'm 40, so I'm saying at least 20 and 30 years later, too many of my uncles are fucking pedophiles. Pedophile. So dark, so dark, dude. So dark, dude. So they're pedophiles, huh?
think that's why you want to be on here because you're like, I'm gonna get Jason into the, into some feeling type shit. Well, the biggest I'm saying, like, like, like we was talking earlier about like trying to like reflect on society from the '60s, '70s, and '80s, and '90s. That kind of stuff was, you know, saying normal back then, and then. You're saying in the 60s and 70s during the Christmas time, getting a little bit of diddled was no big deal. That was a part of the culture, dude. That is why I brought him on, ladies and gentlemen, to get a little bit of Christmas spirit. Because this is a Christmas episode, guys. And that's what I did want. <coughs> Chestnuts roasting on my uncle's chin. <laughs> Semen dripping down my nose. <laughs> I believe the way I see it, like a society is about family and loyalty. However, and I came from a show you we're loyal, but deep down there's a lot of dark secrets and bodies in the closet. You know what I mean? But that's not really being loyal then, is it? What? Like, if someone's like... No, no, I meant like... If someone's like, I love you, I'm so loyal to you, but then they rape your butt. <laughs> like, 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 uh, you know what I mean? Psychological condition, but I've met as far as like what I've seen, what you see, and what you experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you've seen it growing up, like when you're, let's say, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, some shit happening with your uncles and they always like mob together. And then when you get like 14, 15, 16, 17, and you remember and realize what some shit had happened, and then you realize you see them later in their life and you see that they've put other people in the same type of situations that they put you in. You like you hear, oh, they did that the same thing to this person or they did that to this person. You know what I'm saying? Like, <clears throat> like I said, my, 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 my growing up seeing family is more like, I don't want to say like little house on the prairie or like, uh, the Brady Bunch, but like that's like in my head, like this. Uh, all families I thought were were supposed to be like that. You know what I'm saying? Marsha, Marsha, Marsha. They always looked out for each other. Where they were always taking care of each other. Where they they wouldn't, you know. There's never somebody who was left behind. This is my opinion. Like I respect. You know, a lot of people <clears throat> they struggle with opiate addiction. Ladies and gentlemen, opiates are the number one killer of males, 18 to 40 in America. Now, that statistic I just said to you is not true. It's a bold-faced lie. But a lot of people do die from stuff that is opiates. One thing that you could do is take Kratom. So let me ask you, do you know anyone that takes Kratom, bro? He does it himself, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. This is just an ad. You're going too long. And when he takes it, ladies and gentlemen, he takes it from kratomspot.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, kratomspot.com. If you're searching for kratom, if it's something that you're already taking, stop wasting your cash going to gas stations, head shops, and silly nonsense like that. What you need to do is use my promo code that will be available in the description and go over to kratomspot.com. Spend cash, dude. Blow your, blow your Christmas money. Blow it all there if you want, because no one, I don't know about no one, but almost no one has probably ever died from taking this, and tons of red-blooded Americans are dying every day 
from fentanyl. A lot of different foreign families when they come to like America and they raise their families to be a certain way. Like I respect them for being that way. Like what are you what are you doing for the family to help bring bring value and and, and uh, whatever to the family name? You know what I'm saying? I like like certain foreign relation foreign uh, people that come over here and do that kind of stuff. Cause I feel I feel like that's the only way that you can build a sustainable society is by having family values like that. You know what I'm saying? And putting family values into every every family because if one family has family values and, and nine families don't have no values, what is what's going on? What's really going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, but in America the whole melding pot scenario is like your values versus my values. What makes your values better than my value? Better, you just make it. You accept their values, and they accept your values, and you just move your. You know what I'm saying? But what about when you come from a family that has values that you don't like? Like, let me give you an example. Jazzy, right? Like that. Like uh, they the do for the family thing. But like, what if you do for your family, but you just love black dick? You gotta. They kick you out though. So these are the issues that I'm saying though that like America is trying to fix. Those are the things that like we fix at least like not in reality but in um what's it called? Like what we want, what we want out of America. Well that's how I guess those older those older generations of different families have to start not being so hard headed and accept their you know what I mean? Except that different families are different situations are different situations and times are different. It's like I think that's probably like my hardest thing for my dad in my life and like certain people in my life that the hardest thing for them to do is move on from the past you know, as far as the way things were done back then. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is is just like I don't know. Because I agree with you as well. Fundamental Christian, the like uh, uh, Judaic values, Muslim values, they're so strong. And there's such a beautiful aspect of strength involved in the unity. But the issue is like, like for me, it's the like, so Jehovah's Witness, right? Like, <clears throat> I don't want to date another Jehovah's Witness. I don't want to not celebrate Christmas. I don't want to, um, I don't want to believe in the way they believe it, you know, and these issues, these issues, they don't make me a bad guy, though. And actually, I'd say probably the way I live my life is still mostly how they live their life. That's how I was raised. But that's what I'm saying, like to be casted out of your family for that. I just think that it's in my mind. That's not what a family was like. A family was like what you said. They had each other's backs no matter what, like Peaky Blinders. That's how I thought family should be. <laughs> but see, that, that Peaky Blinders is still looking back to society. How many years? Back. Years Lean back. Uh, um, but how long? But Peaky Blinders is still looking back at society back in what? The 30s and the 40s? Yeah. That's what they're giving you the vision of. That. That's what I'm saying is that oh, all these older people, that's where they see society still being. But it's not. It's moved forward. To where, like you said, uh, these this certain ethnic background family lives their life this way. But if you do your life that way, then they cast you out, like our so our friend, right? And now they can't 
it's 50 plus years later. You guys can't treat her that way. You guys need to realize, hey, damn, we're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like, we need to evolve in our own family thinking. You know what I'm saying? Because that kind of uh, thinking isn't going to evolve through, like, generations. It's literally just going to affect her and your relationship through your guys' lifetime. Yeah, but I think that those, I think that the Christian setup is where you follow the rules or you leave the family. Think about old mafia movies. Think about the concept of even the Black Hand, the Costa Nostra. You you follow the rules, right? And that's my whole. It's like in the it's like in the show Sopranos. They killed uh, I forget his name, but they killed the gay guy, right? And he was one of like he was one of their best earners. And and um. It's kind of funny though because in that in that episode, Tony decides amongst all the other bosses, we're not gonna kill him. Like he they they bring evidence to like Tony, he's a fucking fanook. He's taking it in the ass. He's sucking dicks. They're like he's got to die, and he decides no, he doesn't. But he ran away simultaneously at the same time. He fled at the same time, which is against the rules brother he broke the rules so he couldn't stay in the family and it was actually a really powerful moment because like tony was like visibly crying when they went and they killed him because they had to kill him now you know what i mean he, but he ran out of his own fear and that's what's sad there was like that whole concept to me is why i kind of i'm not gonna say i hate those old values because i see the the power in them but i see a lot of flaws and using that setup for your family right. I get that. They're, they're definitely a good foundation but like i said they're as you bro we're cooking with gas by the way right now this is like joe rogan style right now as you go through time and your, your generational change of how things are interpreted like how you see things how the world sees things like you're like yeah 10 years ago she might have been whatever, you know, cast her out of the family. But another 10 years later, you're like, bro, maybe I should let her back into the family. And then you're like, or we let her back into the family because whatever, whatever. Now maybe she has kids in the family, oh, whatever, whatever. But once you <coughs> cast those people out of your life, like, <coughs> you're only affecting <coughs> the generation of life that you're living in. You're not a, and, and that, I don't know, I just... Some people are like that. They cast people out of their life. And, oh, yeah. And then never think twice about it. My dad's like that. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> Which is crazy because, like, just, just like, looking at my life, I feel like most of the people that I and then some families out there, like, you just know, they're never going to reach out to that person and say, hey, I was wrong about you liking black people, and I want you to become part of my family, or our family, come back to the family. You know what I'm saying? And to me, as like a person that is come from planet Earth that's human, like the human side of me, I don't know, I'm just like, man, that's fucked up. Like, that's fucked up that the person is like that. You know what I'm saying? That you can't eventually evolve to a better. Because whether you believe in religion or Scientology, you're basically like. <coughs> Scientology is religion. Right. I'm saying. <laughs> if you or science, Scientology. All that stuff, you oh, you meant science versus religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's well, totally different. 
how you see it, right? What I'm saying is that uh, you still have to evolve from being either science, like an ape, to a human being, like an, an asshole. Like you, you really can't forgive that person. Or you have to be like a human that come from some kind of religious background. And, and then at the end of the day, the religious background says, don't cast that person out of your family. No, it says do, do cast at the end of the day. They all do. They all do. All the real, like, true ones. Like, the, the what we're trying to develop and what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about is the... What about, uh... What about therapy? You ever done any type of therapy in your life? You know, mental health is a huge issue these days, ladies and gentlemen. They lock us in cages, they take away our rights, and they don't pay us, and they give us crap food, huh? Everything you eat is poisoning you. What you need to do is go to betterhealth-therapy.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, betterhealth-therapy.com. Have you ever done any therapy in your life, Jason? Now, would you say that if you were going to recommend therapy to a person, that betterhealth-therapy.com would be a viable source for them to go through? I've never dealt with them myself. And that's right, ladies and gentlemen. Co-signing them is exactly what I do. You see, betterhealth-therapy.com. Let me tell you a little story. One time, one time I was, I was horribly strung out on on drugs ladies and gentlemen at the time mostly methamphetamine i was shacked up with this little native american bitch and we were vibing we were living our best lives we were blowing through her per cap money and if i got any res fans out there they'll know what i'm talking about we were smashing through her kids trust fund cash all that casino cheddar was going to the pipe and i'll tell you what saved me, ladies and gentlemen, I mean, and by save me, I mean, take me away from the drug addiction part, because honestly, I didn't spend any money, and I didn't pay any bills, and uh, the Native American lady I shacked up with, 27 years older than me, so let's be honest, what are you doing with me? She wasn't really in the right. I'm not going to say she's in the right, and I fucked her good. I dicked her down a lot. I kept, you know what I mean? I... I mean, I li like literally, it was definitely like a part of our relationship. Like I had to dick her down, dick her down a lot for it to be not even cool, but for me to blow through the money with her. But um, it's betterhealth-therapy.com. Original structures of like a Catholic family, Muslim family. If you don't follow the rules, you are casted out. And the reasoning isn't even a bad reasoning. The reasoning is because you're... Your personal beliefs are going to negatively affect the tribe. That's true. That's not false. If someone allows homosexuality into their family, what they're doing is at minimum leaving the door open to say, to say maybe someone else can come as well, right? At minimum. And if you believe in a strict doctrine that says you can't have sex before marriage or you can't marry outside of Shuri law, you know, you have to marry a Muslim woman, then it's literally ingrained in their mind that they're helping when really they're hurting, but they are helping in certain ways. It, it, that's the whole thing. Do you, all right, so there's this guy. He's like one of the greatest African-American po political writers in history, Thomas Sowell. 
Thomas Sowell said there is zero solutions. There is only trade-offs. And I really, really believe that your whole life, if you have $100 million in the bank, you have $100 million issues that are trade-offs to that $100 million bucks. There, There is no um, way to win. You know what I mean? It's only like a, a process of like what you're willing to, to take when it comes to like pleasure and pain or uh, reward to negative ratio. I think at least. And I think a lot of people run on autopilot. This is what OZ tells me a lot. He says I give people too much credit. Like I feel like what we're the kind of conversation we're having in my in my day to day life. I like to believe most people think this way, but OZ says, "Oh no 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 no, most people are retards." Most people can't have a complex thought. Most people can't. Like me personally, situation I'm in, they will just say there's home ownership, but the people <coughs> involved have no idea what it actually takes to own a home from, from making sure that your house you like your outside of your house is taken care of like your siding and your walls and your roofs and your, all that to the to the cutting of the grass to keeping the place clean i mean you're paying the taxes you're paying the mortgage but it's it's, it's more than that when you own a home if you want to just pay taxes and a mortgage Get yourself a condo, but if you want to have, you know, have grass that you cut and you want to have landscaping and all that stuff and you want to have a fenced-in yard and you want to have side, you know, you got to, when you buy a house, you got to know when you're going to put, you got to put your siding on or if your siding's good, are your windows good, is your, is your insulation good, you know what I mean? And most people are just rushing to buy the house. And most people, well, it's crazy that people will buy a house and they don't even put no money into it, like literally... Is that crazy to you, really? They update nothing. They don't have the money, right? It doesn't. Like, listen, if I move there and I okay, so like with the current situation of living where I'm at, I've been there three years. If I live somewhere and I've been there that long and it's mine, like I'm putting money into the landscaping. I done painted the inside. I done tire redid the floor. Like there's like there's all kinds of different stuff that you could make a home. You do to make a home feel more like your home, but you also are. When you put money into a home like that, you're upgrading the value in it. So if, if, if and when you wanted to sell it, you'd have more value out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And like I said, there's just people out there that don't understand that, that should really own condominiums or live in places where all those things are taken care of. You know? Well, they planned on doing it, bro. It's just that either being lazy. Oh, no, they planned. They planned on learning to do what you said. I don't know, because I've knocked a lot of doors. And I've basically been like, did you realize that this is this bad? And they're like, oh, my God, I never even realized. And boom, I'm able to sell the work. You know what I'm saying? Because, like, I, I do. Like, that's what I do is, like, I sell work. So if I'm knocking doors, I'm out doing my thing. If I'm knocking doors for tree service, if I'm knocking doors for the landscaping, if I'm knocking doors for whatever I'm trying to generate work, when I'm walking up on the property, I'm trying to figure out what's messed up on their property because I've already got so much experience of what's the stuff that I see that's not right. And it's it, it's easy. You walk up on a house that's got old siding, you can sell a siding job easily. You know what I mean? If they have, like you said, it's the money, but most people don't even, oh, you, I didn't realize it's rotted away. My sockets rotted away. The gutters are failing. You know what I mean? I just always thought the reason why that puddle of water was over there was because that just had a lot of water over there. But no, you're... 
gutters are failing, your gutters are clogged. And because your gutter was clogged, it made this whole area rather rather like a customer over the summer with a situation happened. You know what I mean? She didn't even know it. But I'm saying do you not believe that cognitive dissonance is what's involved there? Like, you're a woman. You're going to work at your shitty-ass job every day. You have bad-ass kids. You can't even afford most of your bills. I'm saying that they're kind of aware, but instantly they force it out of their head, and they just try to live without thinking. No, yeah, they just go to That's well, that's when you become a hamster in a wheel. You go to work, and you come home, and you just do what you can do. But they're aware is what I'm saying. You got to kind of got to know that you kind of put yourself in there so in that situation. So it's what kind of female are you? Are you going to put yourself in that situation to make it and use that situation to better your, yourself and your children's lives? Or are you going to continue to live your life to where you're just not going to evolve as a person and your children are just going to be raised the way that they're Well, bro, this is America. Most of them are going to start an OnlyFans that makes $174 a month. I mean, that's what... <laughs> That's what seems to be the current. I'm just being. I'm being real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, for all the people who aren't, that seems to be the ongoing, evolving cycle through all the generations since the 1930s and the baby boom. It seems like every generation, let's say, for every 10 people that are out reproducing, just in a number of 10. Two people go out there and start reproducing in a way that benefits society. You know what I'm saying? Five people go out there and start reproducing in a way that adds to society. And the other three are out there adding to society, but those three productions aren't adding to no kind of... Their, their children aren't going to, you know what I'm saying, more than likely make anything of themselves because they're coming up in a very unfortunate situation. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is the number of tens, and you go to hundreds, and you go to tens, or hundreds, and thousands, and tens of thousands, as that number exponentially grows throughout the generations, it becomes harder and harder for, per se, two people, the, the two families going out there and pushing however many children they have into society to compete with the other eight variables from the ten to eight variable there them to compete with whatever those people are putting out in society you know what i mean so when you have all those different variables in their melting pot like you said it's it's one of them tests where they basically don't know what's going to happen with the answer at the end you know what i mean like there's just so many equations that keep stacking on top of them top of them top of each other that they don't know it's an infinite answer that we don't know where society is is that what happens like the guys in the white coats at the end they go it's too big of a number they close the book we've already messed up they go well because okay listen 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 like no matter how complex your mind is and how deep you've ever thought about like where the fuck we come from you gotta know that there was people that were really smart and when they were really smart and they started deciding like we need to make the population in the united states bigger and besides all the other stuff, they had to figure out how do we allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying? So when they started thinking, okay, well, if we introduce culture, music, and allow it to grow, and then people started doing their thing, because when you start like putting 
society together with irrigation and population and like you put towns together and you those towns start getting bigger and bigger and then you know that they're overpopulated so you got to build another town to make it for the next town because you're building a town and you're going through like the 19, early 1900s to the early you know 1930s or whatever to where they had the baby like right after the uh i think it was right after the great depression and all that stuff before we go to war they had the great big baby boom and all that <laughs> stuff when they had the baby boom, people started producing all those children. Now all those basically children, I kind of feel like it was, if you think about it, it's kind of like gremlins. When they had a first couple little, 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 what, um, Magi, and then they got them wet, and then they were out of control. You know what I'm saying? I kind of feel like that's kind of like what society was at the beginning of, <clears throat> at the beginning of the baby boom and trying to grow the population fast. I'm not talking about just grow the population. They wanted to put a lot of people across the whole United States because you needed to occupy territory. Because here, like I said, uh, back to the whole China and Russia thing, if we only have so many people out west, it would have been really easy for them to come through Alaska, down through Canada, to take over that side of the country. You know what I'm Because once, once, once civilization realized that it was land masses to take over and occupy, you know what I mean? They had to send scouts out and troops out to find that land and, and do all that stuff, you know what I mean? And if Russia and China would have really realized that, hey, it's a 10 minute boat ride across this land or this water mass and it's only like 15 to 25 feet deep to get to the edge of Alaska and then we could and then the next thing you know, we're on the United States western border before it was fully established. They had to push population from the east coast all the way west. You know what I mean? And so when it, like, the it's what happened. You know? Who's they? The government. The society. The, I mean, however you want to believe the Illuminati and all that stuff back then. You know what I mean? How, how deep their fingers have been into shaking society over these years. See, this is where I feel like I think that society grows naturally. And as it grows, individuals, they find other individuals, they do form groups, and they try to benefit, shape it and social engineer it. But I don't believe that there is a cabal. Actually, I do believe there is now. But I don't believe there's always been an original cabal that was like, we're going to go and kill the Indians. We're going to take over all of this. And then they're going to start here. Okay, so they realize, they come over here, and they realize, basically, that there's land. But the only way to get this land is to remove the Indians. So the original thought was, we'll just remove the Indians that are closest to us. You know what I'm saying? Then when we started hanging out over here on the East Coast and we started getting bigger and more populated, they're like, we want to go west. And they had by by time they had the by time this time they had the mentality of basically everything we step our foot on is ours. So we're taking it. It doesn't matter who's there. See, this is you're you're wrong. You're in, I'm saying historically you're incorrect. So they went west because of the gold. Well, no, I'm saying eventually we moved our way all the way west. You know what I'm saying? And we've only got so much population west. Like there was only, let's say. But why'd they go west? 
for the for the gold and for educate because we wanted to go from one from one coast to the other coast. They wanted to know that there was another body of water on the other side. They they wanted to make a straight line across the United States, you know what I'm just so they could figure out what the other side of the where the other side ended. That's what the the, the truck journey across the United States ended up being because that's how you start out as a civilization. What, there's there's either people that stay by the fire or there's people that wander out. You know what I'm saying? So all these East Coast people, they stay by the fire. But all the people who wanted to wander out, they got to start in one direction. You know what I'm saying? And I believe they called it the, uh, um, hold on, I'm trying to think, the Lewis and Clark Expedition. That was four resources. Right, and then, no, they're gaining all that. But remember what you said in the beginning of this. Really <clears throat> is what I'm saying. You said that the cabal, right? The cabal had this grand plan. That's all I'm trying to say. I already agreed with you, remember? I said there is now. That's it. That's all I was trying to say is... I think we develop those things as society is growing. Like when you have a little village and it turns into a town, there are some people that are watching introspectively and they go... I think that we could do this. And they find other people that think that, they keep quiet about it, they gain resources and they implement it. Sometimes it fails, it works. But but I'm just trying to say, it is interesting. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. What I'm trying to say is, isn't it interesting that our brains like to make the good guy and the bad guy? We love the Marvel movie scenario where there is, there's a Illuminati doing it. What I'm trying to say, in the beginning, I believe that it's a simultaneous emergent. Society grows while secret societies grow, and they put social cues in as it gets bigger. To me, I think it happened like a bunch of old people knew they were dying, let's say at the end of the 1800s, early 1900s, and they said, based off their idea, ideology and what they thought and they believed in, they wanted society to look like in the future because when they wrote the Constitution and they wrote the preamble and all that stuff, that stuff was all written one way and meant to be interpreted one way. But I don't think they thought about what society would look like 200 years. Maybe they thought about 100 years from now, but they didn't think about what society was going to look like 200 years from now. And they didn't think about the fact that people were going to look at the same law and interpret it two different ways when one way was acceptable for the first hundred years and then like you said they started introducing a different resource different way of thinking so then they started looking at a certain law or a certain uh, constitutional right the way that one person perceives it now if they start talking about it in another way then, another, then maybe other people perceive it in that other way as well. So then, like I said, 200 years later, they didn't realize that basically our Constitution and all the laws were going to be put under a microscope and interpreted falsely both ways. Whether you're interpreting it the right way or the wrong way, it's false. Yeah, so I wanted to bring up, uh, did you see that Adam-22 created an online reality show? Do you know who Adam-22 is? Uh, uh, where the contestants, the contestants, it's like, it's like uh, that that eliminate thing, where the last man standing gets to bone his wife. What do you feel about that? This is a highly chatted about. Like, 
it's all the influencers, his friends. It's all his friends. Like he, had to, he had to have been like, yo, I'm trying to create some content. Nina the plug. So how about this? Uh, we do this, and whoever wins gets to bone you. And he probably said it as like a joke. Maybe he was for real. And he looked at her face, and she was like, okay. Kind of like, you know, we have a girl, and you walk into the room, and you're like, hey, you want to... You want to get five guys? You want you want five guys? And she's like, what? And you're like, yeah, you want five guys? And she's like, I don't even know, know if I have that many friends. Like, she doesn't even have five holes. And, and I'm like, what? And then they're, they're, you're like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, I don't know if I have that many guy friends. He's like, no, five guys to burger restaurant. And in her head, she's thinking about doing five guys at one time. It's kind of like that situation is what I was getting at. You know Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. I'm just saying. So, like, as far as like, if you're thinking about it to her, you're looking at her, and you're like, is she gonna go with it? So you're looking at your wife. You're saying you're staring at your wife. She goes with it. So now you put it out there, and now you have this competition. And everybody's talking about it. So, so wait, wait, wait. Let me rewind though. Let me rewind. So you're saying you're Adam Twenty Two. You're sitting with your homies, and you're and and you're thinking at this moment, how can I make a lot more money? And at the moment, like, oh, you, you bring up as a joke, right? That's what you said, right? Which one of you fools would win in a fight or a, a competition till the end to bone my wife? That's what he says. I don't know. No, no, no let me read. I'm gonna, let me paint the scene. So y'all playing cards. You're about to do a podcast. You have all of your biggest influencer retarded friends around you, right? And you want this money. So as a joke, Adam22 does cocaine. And marijuana, alcohol. Oh, I know for a fact that he does it. Allegedly. I have to say that now because I have enough viewers where it matters. But, uh, yeah. Allegedly, he definitely does cocaine. He drinks. I'm wondering if they're impaired when they come up with these ideas. Because I feel like nobody in their right fucking mind would be like, yeah, let's have a competition to bow my wife. But that's what I'm saying. Personally, Randy. I'm just a... You know, lowly guy down here in society. You know what I'm saying? But he's already made money. What if you've already made a little cash off someone boning your wife? A cool, like a cool mill. Right. You secured like a cool mill. Yup. So, so, so in the past, that's all right. That's all right. You don't have to know everything. That's that's fine. But let me fill you in. That's what a podcast is about. Let me fill. Let me let me fill you in. So, Adam Twenty Two, he is the owner of No Jumper, right? And that is a non-sexual platform, very large. Basically, the new the the if you're 18, it's your MTV, right? Now, on the side, what he has is something called Plug Talk. Plug Talk is a secondary podcast that's only 30 minutes long, where he talks to a porn star for 30 minutes for years now, about two. He has been having sex with his wife. In a porn star every episode. And that has gone on OnlyFans. Now, in this last year, 2023, which we're wrapping up, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, what he did was he allowed, for the first time in 10 years of them being together, a male actor to have sex with her on camera. They secured the bag $1.8 off that. Sold it exclusively on OnlyFans. Right. So you're sitting with your boys now. And you're drinking and doing lines. And you think in your head, damn, 
how can I make another? <laughs> right? Is that what you said? You said, you go, damn, how can I make a whole lot of money? <laughs> That's what he thought? And he went, and then he went, y'all, hey, y'all, hey, which one of you, I bet none of y'all can fuck my wife as good as me. Is that what he did? But I'm saying, how'd he break it to him, dude? I mean, no. I mean, I think uh, the narcissistic ego would, side of his ego would just be like, I wonder which one of these fools. Because what's he making these fools do? What are they doing? All right. So what he is engaged, what he is engaging in right now is a live streamed internet Big Brother type show. Where it's like a limit date, where twelve of his biggest. Imp- How are they competing? What are they doing? Are they- got you, got you, got you. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Fighting each other? Are they cockfighting each other? <laughs> listen to me. I don't know. I'm not watching the show. Fucking you know screw that. Don't think about that part. Let's not think about that part because we're just thinking about the concept. The concept though is something like that. Maybe right, right, right. not chopping their day. Actually, actually, I have a little bit of an answer for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's different challenges that impress Nina. Every every challenge is Nina based. Like make Nina a, a meal, and she takes a bite and has a date with each one, like stuff like that. The whole concept is the build-up is which one of his influencer buds. What if it's like, oh, Randy, what if, because they've been banging all these porn stars, they've all been females, right? right. Well, she just got fucked by a black guy. Remember? Yeah, that's what, so you need to listen. You listen, nigga. I said shit earlier. She's like, I want to bang one of your friends, or I want to bang two of your friends. Oh, now we're going a different route. I like this. I don't want you to take any type of way. And he's like, ooh, let's make it, make it a competition. Wait, 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 hold up. So let's, yeah, okay. So let me repaint it. I like that. I like that. So, so that's a whole different scenario. So you're saying maybe this was Nina's idea. Nina got slammed by that BBC, bro. No, I'm telling you what happened. That's what happened. But I'm saying for 10 years, she only took his white cock. But I'm saying, remember, she just took. The big black. No, but what you're saying is, she. So like they were in bed. Just let me paint the picture. That's what pocket, bro. Let me paint it. So the scenario now is Nina, after getting black, cunt punched multiple times, dude, and they made the money and shit. You're saying that this is how it went down. They're laying in bed, and she's thirsty now. To get dicked down again. And she turns over to Adam22 and goes, You know, it'd be crazy. You know, it'd be fucking wild. I got 15 more to go. (laughs) In her head, she's like, I've always thought a couple of his friends are cute. I want to fuck them out. We fucked all these porn stars, so how can I get it so that I want to fuck his friends? Oh, well, let's make a competition and see what he said. And he's like, yeah, let's do it for content. And she's like, all right, well, at least I'll just make it so that I get to fuck one of his friends and fuck for real on the show. You know what I'm saying? I believe. Because there's so many scenarios, you just don't know. It doesn't matter. That's the point. We're making up funny scenarios. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get Adam22. I better get my numbers up. Get, get him on God damn.
You know what's funny? I know I know a woman actually that has been on his podcast and fucked Adam Twenty Two. Grew up with her. She's from right around here. Yeah. yeah. You got her, have you got her on a podcast? No, she hates me. Damn. I know. It makes me sad. Um, I don't know because it's not my fault. Let me explain to you why she hates me. So first off, I'm gonna say her 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 her, her porn name, not her real name. It's Maya Mixon, right? So I grew up with Maya Mixon, and she blew up in like 2020 because she did a did a TikTok where she was explaining that women should have sex on the first date, and here's why. Blows up. She gets flown out to LA. Does does her first podcast on No Jumper. Adam 22. So she's one of the only porn girls to ever go on No Jumper, right? And then eventually she goes on. I don't know. Do you, I can pull her up. All you got to say is. Or, or Jamie, pull that up and you'll do it. But we have to keep talking. That's what podcasting is, you idiot. <sighs> um. Anyways, Maya Mixon. <clears throat> yeah. So, so then obviously after that, so this is what's really weird, right? She goes on his podcast, but then she breaks an NDA because then she goes on another podcast, some guy that's still huge from LA but not that big, and she claims that she had sex with his photographer and had sex with him. Before they ever did the porn or anything, though. So that would mean that he cheated on Nina and the photographer had sex. Like, it's weird or whatever. Like, I don't know. But she, so she breaks the NDA, she gets sued, right? By him. And I'm, by the way, we, we don't like each other, right? So I'm kind of happy at this point. I see that she's getting sued. I'm like, yeah, baby, vindication. But, you know, years pass or whatever, ends up getting on Plug Talk, fucks him. So, shouts out to Maya because I, I honestly, by the way, when I said we don't like each other, that's not true. She doesn't like me. I have nothing against her. Never had anything against you. And, and you know that because I tried to fuck you so many times. Why would it? Come on. Not so many times, like twice. I, I got the picture like at the same I'm saying I never had any ill intention towards the girl. And um, actually, I found her very entertaining, and people call her stupid all the time. And I'm like, she's not stupid. It's just a part of what she – her thick, you know? Obviously, she wasn't stupid. It's crazy, though. You look up her net worth, brother. It makes me like <clears> – <throat> I mean, it, it creates feelings of jealousy a bit, but it's not so much jealousy as, like, maddening inquisitive. Right. I want to know how. I want to literally know how did you achieve making that money? Just pure luck on other people's stupidity, Randy. It's not. It's not. I mean, some people, but not her. Not. Get name someone who you think it is. I, I bet I'll. I could prove to you it ain't. It's not. She's saying it's like. I'm talking about blowing up back, digitally. Back to the whole thing. There's so many stupid people out there that all they got to do is catch the right wave. No. That's where you're missing it. That's what I'm saying. It's not that. It's that some type of manager, some type of agency, some type of security. thought that they could use her to make money. Yes, sir. And they did. And they implemented her. They picked her up. And when you are with these agencies, what they do is they have the highest skilled Google Analytics 
ad creators on earth. They don't answer. I ask all of them. Well, her specifically would be bad. She doesn't like me, remember? No, listen to why she doesn't like me. All right, let me explain. Can I tell you? Professional shit. Say, hey, listen, all business bullshit aside, I just need to know. You know what I'm saying? Was it fucking pure fucking luck that you blew up, or did somebody reach out to you? Because that's all I want to know. You know what I'm saying? I've tried. I've tried. And then it comes that she won't give you the information. You make a fucking series out of it, Randy. Like the series of me asking her for info. Because listen, these bitches out here like catfish. She deserves it. She has the money. No, you don't. I mean, you're not worth it if you have the money because a lot of people have that kind of money and they don't have they don't have the same kind of vindication. You know what I'm saying? Because there's people out there in society that like old receive old money who have that kind of vindication and they say they suck. She's not that. We're talking about her though. I know. I'm saying. In the general context, we're looking at each general scenario and from a broad spectrum. Let's stick on the real one. You told me to talk to her. Whether you want to know where it comes from or whatever, and it's not your business, or either which way. <gasps> Why is it not right? my business? Why is it not your business? But if it's something that she wants to duplicate as far as like. Uh... Oh, selling it as a model. Yeah. And that's why I don't think. Okay, but let, let me. So. so she might not realize what somebody else did to her to make her famous. Just like. Uh, Let's say NWA wasn't didn't realize that Jerry Heller was pimping them the way that he was pimping them until they took over, took action and started changing the narrative. You know what I'm saying? And that's just one context I'm thinking. So I'm thinking about like they, they, they made her famous and now she's got X amount of dollars, but they made X amount X amount of dollars exponentially larger than what she would even imagine. And if she's able to go out there and do the same thing without them. Listen to me though. So first off, because you got to get the backstory. Knowledge that you've learned is what they did to her. Now you want to know exactly what the formula was. Because like back in the day, that's how I got into promoting uh, local hip hop and book, uh, booking a headliner. That's how I got into it. Is I started watching somebody else do it. And when I seen what they did, I just took the same exact thing and implemented it my way. You know what I'm saying? So like, and, and I, they didn't realize that I had become hit to their game. And then we were competing basically with a couple other promoters for the same kind of local talent, you know what I'm saying? And the same venues for a minute there, right? So the same thing that we could happen with her is that Sure, 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 sure. But what I'm trying to say is, is the backstory. So I had, with why she will not fuck with me. Bro, you know how you are? Some other people are like it and she's one of you. And I basically wanted to fight. What I'm saying is, is, so I had this other guy that we, a mutual friend on my podcast, <clears throat> and then he brought up a girl that is her mentee. She mentors this girl, right? But this girl is mentally challenged. And also a secondary uh, mutual friend of ours, he would, for years, on and off, fake date this mentally challenged girl, right? <clears throat> so during the podcast, it came up. And I was basically like, oh, you mean how he fucks a retarded girl, right? And she, that girl, saw that episode. 
she got sad. She got depressive and like tried to hurt herself, whatever. You know what I mean? And then, and then uh, Maya got mad. Fuck that new granny. <clears throat> she told me to take it down. All right. So listen, listen to me. So her lawyer contacted me because in that episode, I said her government name. I didn't think about it, right? This is, I literally didn't think about it. And I really, I really mean this and I stand by this. Like, in a, so non-maliciously, I said her name that we grew up with because I grew up with her. So I get, a, I get a letter from her lawyer and also a very angry message from her. Like, you're like, what is wrong? With, like, she's like, do you understand you saying my real name exposes people to be able to find me? Like, she's like, Hundreds of thousands of men want to fuck me, rape me, kill me. Like, what's wrong with you? And she's right. I very instantaneously, like, felt like a pit in my stomach feeling. And, like, I like when I'm wrong, I'm... Nope, I edited out her name. I can't take it down. Right? I watched over the scene, and I decided I'm not going to take it down. Is anybody saying her name in the comments? That's not on me. I can't control the comments. That would be on YouTube. No, I, 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 got, I, I followed the cease and desist order. The cease and desist order was to take it down, but the reasoning was because of uh, exposing, it's doxing. I was legally doxing her at that point. I didn't realize that people go that hard for a, like a porn star. I don't know. I guess I just didn't think about it. Actually, I, I was just in the wrong. I was absent-minded, didn't think about it, and that's scary. You know what I mean? But um, so she's not going to mess with me, bro, because... Then, after that girl tried to hurt herself, I'm keeping it PG, <laughs> she's like, take it down. And then, and then it struck like a part of my spirit. And I was like, no, I, I did what you said. Like I, and then I was like, nah, fuck you. I'm not taking it down. She's like, it's hurting so-and-so's like, feelings. Da -da -da -da, you're doing this to the community. Because we were part of this thing. And, uh, and I was just like, I just chose to leave it. I said, I don't care. Like, I, it's not my fault. You want to know whose fault it is? The girl's parents. They shouldn't be allowing her to view it if it's like that, right? I'm not her caretaker. I, I'm making content. I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want to dox nobody. But if I say, if I did a podcast tomorrow and I was like, Jason is a piece of shit. He should fuck cut his head off. Like, and you wouldn't cut your head off, right? Would you... I mean, if you cut your head off, you're dead. But I'm saying, if you saw that, brother, would you go cut your head off? Would you think to yourself, man, I'm going to go cut my head off? Right. No, I just hang myself from a tree in your front. And when you opened up your window, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck? I doubt that. Either, either you would come back, you'd come back with something funny on it, or you'd be angry. That's what we do. But what I'm trying to say is the fact that she engaged in that, that that's not fair. And in that episode specifically, it's a great, it's a great episode. But everyone watching, by the way, you can go and watch this episode. <laughs> and it is the, um, it is the Capitol Riots episode. I interviewed a guy who was the roommate of one of the main defendants of the, of the, or I'm not Capitol Riot, I'm sorry. The Governor Gretchen Whitmore kidnapping. So that's what all of this came from. Link in the bio, baby. But um, yeah, so that episode did really well. I felt really well about it. There was so much, 
like on my episode, there's stuff that never even has still been talked about in the news that I find really, really interesting, you know? Um, like the fact that, dude, if you ask me, like at the end, he brought this up that was so weird. Was the FBI trying to kill Governor Gretchen Whitmore? And that's really the thing I never thought about. I never thought that, dude. I thought, no, they're trying to make a little scandal. They're trying to set these boys up. They heard. Cause, cause, so I knew um, one of the people that got in trouble that day or whatever. And he went, he went, he was a part of this thing that we were in. And um, he like, dude, he was like that. He was like, fuck Obama. They're taking our rights. Uh, I know the lawyer that defended those guys. Okay. Nicholas Saunders. His, uh, his law firm or whatever. They, they defended or whatever. They were on the case. And I believe he believes that it was a government coup as well. They were trying to do some Governor Gretchen Whitmore out, and that's what's really interesting. That's the part that I never thought was happening. Show her, show her that they could. But they didn't. Then she caught him, right? But I'm saying, at least, at least, at least, it makes you think about it. I guess we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You're right. Like you're right. An FBI could have walked up to her and said, "Pretty dangerous out here, huh? Are you gonna do the thing?" You're right. You're right. But that, that was the part that was fascinating because to me, what I thought was going on was the FBI was up to their old tricks where because oh, that's what I was trying to say. So, listen, I knew one of those kids. What I'm trying to say is he was like that. He was a fanatic. I don't know if he was going to break the law. The thing is that they, you know, they brought, didn't they bring um, basically two FBI agents set the whole thing up? No, 16 FBI agents. Who knows, right? Yeah, yeah. What I'm saying is, do you want to know how many real people were in it? Five. When there's more agents than there is people. But what I'm trying to say is, is I always thought that it was just like to catch the, the people, right? I thought, you know what I thought actually? More like Governor Gretchen Whitmore sent them. To me, they, they, they might have had a thought and a way to do it, but they never had intent the FBI showed up like yeah we could do this and we got these guys and that's when they were like we got I got my buddy Randy I could bring in on this too and there and it was really an FBI agent and then Randy's like yeah I got my buddy uh Joe and Bob and they were both FBI agents and they were like yeah yeah we're gonna take over the fucking we're gonna all right pause though here's my question what was it though the FBI did this to either instill fear in her or to try to kill her or did the FBI do this to catch those guys there is chatter amongst these guys and then they built it into a, a giant case to, to get to get a better money to look good okay so that's so that's because that's what i'm trying to say the kids saying it's so but it's so much worse when it, it it's way worse to kill her that's what's wrong less worse that's normal that's what they do that's what they do though right if they did it to kill Governor Gretchen Whitmore, something I didn't even think about, and that's why that was so interesting, that episode. That's, that's the thing is that, like, uh, they say... They like by the way, we love Governor Gretchen Whitmore here. We don't want her... So I've met you, by the way. They say there's so many different factions of the FBI. Like, the FBI is just a name, but there's so many different... That's unprovable. No, con uh, that's conspiracy. The you know what I'm I think you're thinking of the CIA. 
The FBI is way more stringent. They say that. It is. Okay. It is. You're correct, 100%. What I'm saying is the extrinsics, the FBI has at least a formal, you might be right, but a formal chain of command is what I'm saying, that you could go look up, I could go look up, it's on the F The CIA does not. And so I, I just think that, I think you were speaking on the CIA maybe. So you're saying that the whole entire FBI felt that they needed to remove Governor Richard? What I'm saying is that's why I wasn't taking down my episode. It was so interesting because I thought it was they're building a little case. And he said, no, dude, they were trying to kidnap her. And like. So there's a piece of that case that was weird. Like, it wasn't in the news, but he said that there was an end um, idea that they were going to take her to the middle of the ice in Canada and murder her there. And there was some unusual connection about going to Canada when he was telling me about it. I was like, that's really, really odd. Why did the FBI, because that's who did it, create the idea where they were going to kidnap her, take her to the middle of the ice on the border of Michigan and Canada. Oh, that's why. And murder her. Russia, Canada. Like you started this whole podcast talking about. Well, I just see it less likely that America takes over Canada and says, well, let's go invade Russia. Not invade but just to have a more secure stronghold. You see, so, like if, 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 if Canada ever, or if, if, if Russia ever rolled into Alaska and whatever, whatever, we would get word and it wouldn't be to Canada, hey, can we come the fuck over? It would be knock, knock, we're here. You know what I'm saying? And we would just have troops all over the country of Canada and, they, and Canada would, go, we would, would fall into our army. It's not a... Canada has their own army, we have our own army, and we're going to go fight this front together. It's no, the United States is here, and y'all can keep Toronto and Quebec safe. You're thinking too geopolitically. I, that, no, because that's not what it's about. I, I'm speaking purely on the economic standpoint of it. You're talking about a place that is massive, that only has a population of 12 million people. It is the size. I, I, I don't know exactly. So, like, so much of it's inhabitable, bro. Yeah, it's not about inhabiting it. It's about the resources that are underneath it. That's what I'm talking about. The equipment's there. From where? Canada does it. Canada gets their own natural resources from their valley. Yeah, yeah, okay, so you're saying go there and take the resources? Not take it. Ownership. Ownership of it. Because that increases your geopolitical value. Why is Saudi Arabia worth a damn? So, so Russia's gonna, so Russia's gonna, or Russia or China's gonna come to war with the United States just to have ownership of Canada's resources? No. Or the United States are gonna go up there just to have ownership of their resources? Because here's, I, I think yes, it's like an unwritten rule that everybody knows, Randy. Oh, we're daddy. We know that. For for sure, but but that is that they're 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 not connected anymore. But the last uh, parliament of government that was connected to them was England, right? Under law, we're not we are daddy. They love us. We we always save them. But I'm saying 
I'm not even saying this really was what was happening. I just thought it was interesting, bro. But I'm saying it would be smart to be able to be there for the resources of land ownership. No, you don't want to even live. You don't even want to live there, dude. It's just they're going to give us the money. That would be the whole point. And then if they did want to ever invade through there, you, oh, no, you're never touching through there. Like, do you know why the Ukraine is so valuable? The Ukraine is so valuable because it is a land bridge for oil. Oil that supplies all of Europe goes from Russia through there to everywhere else. So 47% of that owned by the United States government. That's the only reason why anything's important for anything in America is the capitalism behind it. That's why I was saying you're going too geopolitical. I think we, it's like, for me, it's first principles, work off economics, because everyone has. I, just, I figured, like, growing up playing the game of risk, you knew that, like, you could only be so big without making yourself too thin because you didn't have the resources set to grow. You know what I'm saying? So, like, uh, thinking about it, the government, it's not in their best interest for us to go into Canada and to take over, per se, and to move their population away around in a way that better suits us to one defend the invasion from yes my, that's so my brother so anyways he's gonna be like uh something something about the house something something about the car but make sure jason gets this or he might be like in the hospital dying and be like you can have this this is yours this is yours maybe do this or maybe he doesn't tell me what he's leaving Maybe he's so mad at me, he leaves me nothing. Because that's how mad I am. I don't really care. Deep down inside, I do care. Yeah. Yeah. Walk in the gas station, but I didn't drop no ops. Wave a smile at every nigga walking up and down my block. I don't mean mug. I don't mean mug. Deep down, I do care. But I don't really care. Because that's just my fucking life is. You know what I'm saying? Yes. That is just how life is. I can't fix. I can't fix other people. Him. You know what I'm saying? I can't fix a situation and, and make my mom come back and him go, and then and, and go from life there. And I gotta play it this way. And if they're not willing to even acknowledge that me not being in their life isn't what my mom wouldn't have wanted, you know what I'm saying? Because I'm right now I'm not in my dad's life, I'm not in my sister's life. Or their kids' lives, her kids' lives, you know what I'm saying? My nieces and nephews. And it's been that way since before, before my mom died. But I'm definitely not there because they definitely can't meet me halfway. But that's, you know, Christmas is supposed to be about family. And I come from a toxic, dysfunctional family with very fucked up values. Like, I could tell you some shit, and it's wild. Like, I told you, all the brothers were all about loyalty, right? Right. About their fighting for each other like if one of them had beef or you beat one of them up guess and they come home to the house fucked up they're all hopping in the car two three cars and ro rolling wherever they had to and if it was that big of a fight they're calling their homeboys and saying hey one of us got beat up but now let's say 20 years later 40 years to 30 40 years later look at i mean i'm 40 so i'm saying at least 20 and 30 years later too many of my uncles are fucking pedophiles. Pedophile. So dark. So dark, dude. 
so dark, dude. So they're pedophiles, huh? I think that's why you wanted me on here because you're like, I'm gonna get Jason into, the, into some feeling type shit. Well, the biggest thing, like, like, like we were talking earlier about like trying to like reflect on society from the 60s, 70s, and 80s, and 90s. That kind of stuff was, you know, saying normal back then, and then. You're saying in the 60s and 70s during the Christmas time, getting a little bit of diddled was no big deal. That was a part of the culture, dude. That is why I brought him on, ladies and gentlemen, to get a little bit of Christmas spirit. Because this is a Christmas episode, guys. And that's what I did want. <coughs> Chestnuts roasting on my uncle's chin. <laughs> Semen dripping down my nose. <laughs> I believe the way I see it, like a society is about family and loyalty. However, you know, I came from a show you were loyal, but deep down there's a lot of dark secrets and bodies in the closet. You know what I mean? But that's not really being loyal then, is it? What? Like, if someone's like... No, no, I meant like... If someone's like, I love you, I'm so loyal to you, but then they rape your butt. <laughs> like, 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 uh, well, you know what I mean? Psychological condition, but I've met as far as like what I've seen, what you see, and what you experience. You know what I'm saying? Like, when you've seen it growing up, like when you're, let's say, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, some shit happening with your uncles, and they always like mob together. And then when you get like 14, 15, 16, 17, and you remember and realize what some shit had happened, and then you realize. You see them later in their life and you see that they've put other people in the same type of situations that they put you in you like you hear oh they did that's the same thing to this person or they did that to this person you know what i'm saying like <clears throat> like i said my 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 growing up seeing family is more like i don't want to say like little house on the prairie or like uh the brady bunch but like that's like in my head like this uh, all families i thought were were supposed to be like that you know what i'm saying marsha 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 they always looked out for each other where they were always taking care of each other where they, they wouldn't you know there's never somebody who was left behind this is my opinion like i respect you know a lot of people <clears throat> they struggle with opiate addiction Ladies and gentlemen, opiates are the number one killer of males, 18 to 40 in America. Now, that statistic I just said to you is not true. It's a bold-faced lie. But a lot of people do die from stuff that is opiates. One thing that you could do is take Kratom. So let me ask you, do you know anyone that takes Kratom, bro? He does it himself, ladies and gentlemen. Okay. This is just an ad. You're going too long. And when he takes it, ladies and gentlemen, he takes it from KratomSpot.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, KratomSpot.com. If you're searching for Kratom, if it's something that you're already taking, stop wasting your cash going to gas stations, head shops, and silly nonsense like that. What you need to do is use my promo code that will be available in the description, and go over to KratomSpot.com. Spend cash, dude. Blow your, blow your Christmas money. Blow it all there if you want because no one, I don't know about no one, but almost no one has probably ever died from taking this and tons of 
red-blooded Americans are dying every day from fentanyl. A lot of different foreign families when they come to like America and they raise their families to be a certain way. Like I respect them for being that way. Like what are you, what are you doing for the family to help bring, bring value and, and, and uh, whatever to the family name, you know what I'm saying? I like like certain foreign relation foreign uh, people that come over here and do that type of stuff. Cause I feel I feel like that's the only way that you can build a sustainable society is by having family values like that. You know what I'm saying? And putting family values into every every family because if one family has family values and, and nine families don't have no values, what is what's going on? What's really going on? You know what I mean? Yeah, but in America the whole melding pot scenario is like your values versus my values. What makes your values better than my value? About better, you just make it. You accept their values and they accept your values, and you just move your. You know what I'm saying? But what about when you come from a family that has values that you don't like? Like, let me give you an example. Jazzy, right? Like that. Like uh, they the do for the family thing. But like, what if you do for your family, but you just love black dick? You gotta. They kick you out, though. So these are the issues that I'm saying, though, that, like, America is trying to fix. Those are the things that, like, we fix at least, like, not in reality, but in, um, what's it called? Like, what we want. What we want out of America. Well, that's how I guess those older, those older generations of different families have to start not being so hard-headed and accept their, you know what I mean? Except that different families are different situations are different situations and times are different. Because like I think that's probably like my hardest thing for my dad in my life and like certain people in my life that the hardest thing for them to do is move on from the past. You know, as far as the way things were done back then. Yeah, but what I'm trying to say is is just like I don't know. Because I agree with you as well. Fundamental Christian, the like uh, uh, Judaic values, Muslim values, they're so strong. And there's such a beautiful aspect of strength involved in the unity. But the issue is like, like for me, it's the like, so Jehovah's Witness, right? Like, <clears throat> I don't want to date another Jehovah's Witness. I don't want to not celebrate Christmas. I don't want to... Um, I don't want to believe in the way they believe it, you know, and these issues, these issues, they don't make me a bad guy, though. And actually, I'd say probably the way I live my life is still mostly how they live their life. That's how I was raised. But that's what I'm saying, like to be casted out of your family for that. I just think that it's in my mind. That's not what a family was. Like, a family was like what you said. They had each other's backs no matter what. Like, Peaky Blinders. That's how I thought family should be. That Peaky Blinders is still looking back to society how many years? Back. Lean back. But how long? But Peaky Blinders is still looking back at society back in what? The 30s and the 40s? Yeah, that's what they're giving you the vision of that. That's what I'm saying is that oh, all these older people, that's where they see society is still being, but it's not. It's moved forward to where, like you said, uh, these this certain ethnic background family, 
lives her life this way, but if you do your life that way, then they cast you out, like our so our friend, right? And now they can't. It's fifty plus years later. You guys can't treat her that way. You guys need to realize, hey, damn, we're wrong. You know what I'm saying? Like we need to evolve in our own family thinking. You know what I'm saying? Because that kind of uh, thinking isn't going to evolve through like generations. It's literally just going to affect her and your relationship through your guys' lifetime. Yeah, but I think that those, I think that the Christian setup is where you follow the rules or you leave the family. Think about old mafia movies. Think about the concept of even the Black Hand, the Costa Nostra. You, you follow the rules, right? And that's my whole. It's like in the it's like in the show Sopranos. They killed uh I forget his name, but they killed the gay guy, right? And he was one of like he was one of their best earners. And and um it's kind of funny though because in that in that episode, Tony decides amongst all the other bosses, we're not gonna kill him. Like he they they bring evidence to like Tony, he's a fucking fanook. He's taking it in the ass, he's sucking dicks. They're like, he's got to die. And he decides, no, he doesn't. But he ran away simultaneously at the same time. He fled at the same time, which is against the <coughs> rules, brother. He broke the rules, so he couldn't stay in the family. And it was actually a really powerful moment because, like, Tony was, like, visibly crying when they went and they killed him because they had to kill him now. You know what I mean? But... He ran out of his own fear, and that's what's sad. There was, like, that whole concept to me is why I kind of – I'm not going to say I hate those old values because I see the the power in them, but I see a lot of flaws in using that setup for your family. Right. I get that. They're, they're definitely a good foundation, but like I said, as you – Bro, we're cooking with gas, by the way, right now. This is like Joe Rogan style right now. As you go through time and your, your generational change of how things are interpreted, like how you see things, how the world sees things, like you're like, yeah, 10 years ago, she might have been whatever, you know, cast her out of the family. But another 10 years later, you're like, bro, maybe I should let her back into the family. And then you're like, or we let her back into the family because whatever, whatever. Now maybe she has kids in the family, oh, whatever, whatever. But once you <coughs> cast those people out of your life, like, you're only affecting <coughs> the generation of life that you're living in. You're not a and, and that I don't know. I just some people are like that. They just cast people out of their life. And, oh yeah. And they never think twice about it. My dad's like that. You know what I mean? <coughs> Which is crazy because like, just just like looking at my life, I feel like most of the people that. I know would go out of their way to make amends within a, a lifetime. You know what I'm saying? And then some families out there, like, you just know they're never going to reach out to that person and say, hey, I was wrong about you liking black people and I want you to become part of my family or our family. Come back to the family. You know what I'm saying? And to me, as like a person that it, it comes from planet earth that's human like the human side of me i don't know i'm just like man that's fucked up like that's fucked up that the person is like that you know what i'm saying that you can't eventually evolve to a better because whether you believe in religion or scientology you're basically like <coughs> scientology is religion 
Right. No, I'm saying <laughs> if you really or science, Scientology, all that stuff. Oh, you meant science versus religion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's so totally you, different. No you see it, right? What I'm saying is that uh, you still have to evolve from being either science, like an ape, to a human being, like an asshole. Like you, you really can't forgive that person, or you have to be like a human that come from some kind of religious background, and, and then at the end of the day, the religious background says, "Don't." Cast that person out of your family. No, it says do do cast at the end of the day. They all do. They all do. All the real, like, true ones. Like, the, the what we're trying to develop and what we're talking about right now. What we're talking about is the... What about, uh... What about therapy? You ever done any type of therapy in your life? You know, mental health is a huge issue these days, ladies and gentlemen. They lock us in cages, they take away our rights, and they don't pay us, and they give us crap food, huh? Everything you eat is poisoning you. What you need to do is go to betterhealth-therapy.com. That's right, ladies and gentlemen, betterhealth-therapy.com. Have you ever done any therapy in your life, Jason? Now, would you say that if you were going to recommend therapy to a person that better health dash so better therapy dot com would be a viable source for them to go through I've never dealt with them myself. and that's right ladies and gentlemen co-signing him is exactly what i do you see better health dash therapy dot com let me tell you a little story one time one time i was i was horribly strung out on on drugs ladies and gentlemen at the time, mostly methamphetamine. I was shacked up with this little Native American bitch. And we were vibing. We were living our best lives. We were blowing through her per cap money. And if I got any res fans out there, they'll know what I'm talking about. We were smashing through her kids' trust fund cash. All that casino cheddar was going to the pipe. And I'll tell you what saved me, ladies and gentlemen. I mean, and by save me, I mean take me away from the drug addiction part because honestly i didn't spend any money and i didn't pay any bills and uh the native american lady i shacked up with 27 years older than me so let's be honest what are you doing with me she wasn't really in the right i'm not gonna say she's in the right and i fucked her good i dicked her down a lot i kept you know what i mean i i mean i like literally it was definitely like a part of our relationship like i had to dick her down dick her down a lot for it to be not even cool but for me to blow through the money with her but um it's betterhealth-therapy.com original structures of like a catholic family muslim family if you don't follow the rules you are casted out and the reasoning isn't even a bad reasoning the reasoning is because your your personal beliefs are going to negatively affect the tribe that's true that's not false. If someone allows homosexuality into their family, what they're doing is at minimum leaving the door open to say, to say maybe someone else can come as well, right? At minimum. And if you believe in a strict doctrine that says you can't have sex before marriage or you can't marry outside of Shuri law, you know, you have to marry a Muslim woman, then it's literally ingrained in their mind that they're helping when really they're hurting 
but they are helping in certain ways. It, it, that's the whole thing. Do you, all right, so there's this guy. He's like one of the greatest African-American po political writers in history, Thomas Sowell. Thomas Sowell said there is zero solutions. There is only trade-offs. And I really, really believe that. Your whole life, if you have $100 million in the bank, you have $100 million issues that are trade-offs to that $100 million bucks. There, There is no um, way to win. You know what I mean? It's only like a a process of like what you're willing to to take when it comes to like pleasure and pain or uh, reward to negative ratio. I think at least. And I think a lot of people run on autopilot. This is what OZ tells me a lot. He says I give people too much credit. Like I feel like what we're, the kind of conversation we're having in my in my day-to-day -day life, I like to believe most people think this way. But OZ says, oh, no, 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 no. Most people are retards. Most people can't have a complex thought. Most people can't. Like me personally, the situation I'm in, they will just say there's home ownership, but the people <coughs> involved have no idea what it actually takes to own a home from making sure that your house, like your outside of your house is taken care of, like your siding and your walls and your roofs and your, all that, to the to the cutting of the grass, to keeping the place clean. I mean, you're paying the taxes, you're paying the mortgage, but it's, it's, it's more than that when you own a home. If you want to just pay taxes and a mortgage, get yourself a condo. But if you want to have, <coughs> you know, have grass that you cut and you want to have landscaping and all that stuff and you want to have a fenced-in yard and you want to have side, you know, you got to, when you buy a house, you got to know when you're going to put, you got to put some siding on or if your siding's good, are your windows good, is your, is your insulation good, you know what I mean? And most people are just rushing to buy the house. And most people, well, it's crazy that people will buy a house and they don't even put no money into it. Like, literally... Is that crazy to you, really? They update nothing. They don't have the money, right? It doesn't. Like, listen, if I move there and I okay, so like with the current situation of living where I'm at, I've been there three years. If I live somewhere and I've been there that long and it's mine, like I'm putting money into the landscaping. I done painted the inside. I done probably redid the floor. Like there's like there's all kinds of different stuff that you can make a home. You do to make a home feel more like your home, but you also are. When you put money into a home like that, you're upgrading the value in it. So if, if, if and when you wanted to sell it, you'd have more value out of it. You know what I'm saying? Yes. And like I said, there's just people out there that don't understand that, that should really own condominiums or live in places where all those things are taken care of. You know? Well, they planned on doing it, bro. It's just that either being lazy. Oh, no, they planned. They planned on learning to do what you said. I don't know, because I've knocked a lot of doors. And I've basically been like, did you realize that this is this bad? And they're like, oh my God, I never even realized. And boom, I'm able to sell the work. You know what I'm saying? Because like I, I do, like that's what I do is like I sell work. So if I'm knocking doors, I'm out doing my thing. If I'm knocking doors for tree service, if I'm knocking doors for the landscaping, if I'm knocking doors for whatever I'm trying to generate work, when I'm walking up on the property, I'm trying to figure out what's messed up on their property because I've already got so much experience of what's the stuff that I see that's not right. And it's it, it's easy. You walk up on a house that's got old siding, you can sell a siding job easily. 
You know what I mean? If they have, like you said, the money, but most people don't even, oh, I didn't realize that's rotted away. My sockets rotted away. The gutters are failing. You know what I mean? I just always thought the reason why that puddle of water was over there was because that just had a lot of water over there. But no, you're gutters are failing, your gutters are clogged. Because your gutter was clogged, it made this whole area rather rot rot a customer over the summer or a situation. You know what I mean? She didn't even know it. But I'm saying, do you not believe that cognitive dissonance is what's involved there? Like, you're a woman, you're going to work at your shitty-ass job every day, you have bad-ass kids, you can't even afford most of your bills. I'm saying that they're kind of aware, but instantly they force it out of their head and they just try to live without thinking. No, yeah, they just go to, that's well, that's when you become a hamster in a wheel and you go to work and you come home and you just do what you can do. But, but they're aware is what I'm saying. You, you gotta, kind of got to know it. You kind of put yourself in there so in that situation. So it's what kind of female are you? Are you going to put yourself in a situation to make it, and use that situation to better your, yourself and your children's lives? Or are you going to continue to live your life to where you're just not going to evolve as a person and your children are just going to be raised the way that they're going to be? Well, bro, this is America. Most of them are going to start an OnlyFans that makes $174 a month. I mean, that's what... <laughs> that's what seems to be the current... I'm just being... I'm being real. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But at the same time, for all the people who aren't, that seems to be the ongoing evolving cycle through all the generations since the 1930s and the baby boom. It seems like every generation, let's say for every 10 people that are out reproducing, just in a number of 10, two people go out there and start reproducing in a way that benefits society. You know what I'm saying? Five people go out there and start reproducing in a way that adds to society. The other three are out there adding to society, but those three productions aren't adding to no kind of... Their, their children aren't going to, you know what I'm saying, more than likely make anything of themselves because they're coming up in a, a very unfortunate situation. You know what I'm saying? What I'm saying is the number of tens, and you go to hundreds, and you go to tens or hundreds and thousands and tens of thousands, as that number exponentially grows throughout the generations, it becomes harder and harder for, per se, two people, the, the two families going out there and pushing however many children they have into society to compete with the other eight variables from the 10 to 8 variable there for them to compete with whatever those people are putting out in society you know what I mean so when you have all those different variables in their melting pot like you said it's it's one of them tests where they basically don't know what's going to happen with the answer at the end. You know what I mean? Like, there's just so many equations that keep stacking on top of them, top of them, top of each other that they don't know. It's an infinite answer that we don't know where <laughs> society is. Is that what happens? Like, the guys in the white coats at the end, they go, it's too big of a number. <laughs> they, they, they close the book. We don't even know what's going on. We've already messed up. They go. <laughs> well, because, okay, listen, 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 listen. Like, the, no matter how complex your mind is and how deep you've ever thought about, like, where the fuck we come from, you got to know that there was people that were really smart, and when they were really smart and they started deciding, like, we need to make the population in the United States bigger. And besides all the other stuff, they had to figure out how do we allow that to happen. You know what I'm saying? So when they started thinking, okay, well, if we introduce culture, 
music and allow it to grow. And then people started doing their thing because when you start like putting society together with irrigation and population and like you put towns together and you those towns start getting bigger and bigger and then you know that they're overpopulated so you got to build another town to make it for the next town because you're building a town and you're going through like the 19 early 1900s to the early you know 1930s or whatever to where they had the baby like right after the uh i think it was right after the great depression and all that stuff before we go to war they had the great big baby boom and all that <laughs> stuff when they had the baby boom, people started producing all those children. Now all those basically children, I kind of feel like it was, if you think about it, it's kind of like gremlins when they had a first couple little, 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 uh, what, mag, magi, and then they got them wet, and then they were out of control. You know what I'm saying? I kind of feel like that's kind of like what society was at the beginning of, uh, at the beginning of the baby boom and trying to grow the population fast. I'm not talking about just grow the population. They wanted to put a lot of people across the whole United States because you needed to occupy territory. Because here, like I said, uh, back to the whole China and Russia thing, if we only have so many people out west, it would have been really easy for them to come through Alaska, down through Canada, and take over that side of the country. You know what I'm Because once, once, once civilization realized that it was land masses to take over and occupy, you know what I mean? They had to send scouts out and troops out to find that land and, and do all that stuff, you know what I mean? And if Russia and China would have really realized that, hey, it's a 10 minute boat ride across this land or this water mass and it's only like 15 to 25 feet deep to get to the edge of Alaska and then we could and then the next thing you know, we're on the United States western border before it was fully established. They had to push population from the east coast all the way west. You know what I mean? And so when it, like, the it's what happened. You know? Who's they? The government. The society. The, I mean, however you want to believe the Illuminati and all that stuff back then. You know what I mean? How, how deep their fingers have been into shaping society over these years. See, this is where I feel like I think that society grows naturally. And as it grows, individuals, they find other individuals, they do form groups, and they try to benefit, shape it and social engineer it. But I don't believe that there is a, actually I do believe there is now, but I don't believe there's always been an original cabal that was like, we're gonna go and kill the Indians. We're gonna take over all of this. And then they're gonna start here. Okay, so they realize, they come over here and they realize basically that there's land. But the only way to get this land is to remove the Indians. So the original thought was, we'll just remove the Indians that are closest to us. You know what I'm saying? Then when we started hanging out over here on the East Coast and we started getting bigger and more populated, they're like, we want to go West. And they had, by by time they had the, by time, this time, they had the mentality of basically, 
everything we step our foot on is ours so we're taking it See, this is you're you're wrong. You're in, I'm saying historically you're incorrect. So they went west because of the gold. Well, no, I'm saying eventually we moved our way all the way west. You know what I'm saying? And we've only got so much population west. Like there was only, let's say. But why'd they go west? For the for the gold and for educate because we wanted to go from one from one coast to the other coast. They wanted to know that there was another body of water on the other side. They they wanted to make a straight line across the United States. You know what I'm saying? Just so they could figure out what the other side of the where the other side ended that's what the the, the truck journey across the united states ended up being because you know, that's how you start out as a civilization what there's there's either people that stay by the fire or there's people that wander out you know what i'm saying so all these east coast people they stay by the fire but all the people who wanted to wander out they got to start in one direction you know what i'm saying and i believe they called it the uh um hold on i'm trying to think the lewis and clark expedition that was four resources. Right, and then no, they're, they're gaining all that. But remember what you said in the beginning of this. <clears throat> you said that the cabal, right? The cabal had this grand plan. That's all I'm trying to say. I already agreed with you, remember? I said there is now. That's it. That's all I was trying to say is. I think we develop those things as society is growing. Like when you have a little village and it turns into a town, there are some people that are watching introspectively and they go, I think that we could do this. And they find other people that think that, they keep quiet about it, they gain resources and they implement it. Sometimes it fails, it works. But but I'm just trying to say, it is interesting. I'm, I'm not saying you're wrong. What I'm trying to say is, isn't it interesting that our brains like to make the good guy and the bad guy? We love the Marvel movie scenario where there is the, there's a Illuminati doing it. What I'm trying to say, in the beginning, I believe that it's a simultaneous emergent. Society grows while secret societies grow, and they put social cues in as it gets bigger. To me, I think it happened like bunch of old people knew they were dying let's say at the end of the 1800s early 1900s and they said based off their ideal ideology and what they thought and they believed in they wanted society to look like in the future because when they wrote the constitution and they wrote the preamble and all that stuff that stuff was all written one way and meant to be interpreted one way but I don't think they thought about what society would look like 200 years. Maybe they thought about 100 years from now, but they didn't think about what society was going to look like 200 years from now. And they didn't think about the fact that people were going to look at the same law and interpret it two different ways. When one way was acceptable for the first 100 years. And then, like you said, they started introducing a different resource, a different way of thinking. So then they started looking at a certain law or a certain uh, constitutional right the way that one person perceives it now if they start talking about it in another way then another then maybe other people perceive it in that other way as well so then like i said 200 years later they didn't realize that basically our constitution and all the laws were going to be put under a microscope and interpreted falsely both ways whether you're interpreting it the right way or the wrong way is false yeah, so I wanted to bring up, uh, did you see that Adam-22 created an online reality show? Do you know who Adam-22 is? Uh, uh, where the contestants 
the contestants. It's like it's like uh, that that eliminate thing where the last man standing gets to bone his wife. What do you feel about that? This is a highly chatted about like it's all the influencers, his friends. It's all his friends. Like he had to he had to have been like, yo, I'm trying to create some crazy content. Nina the plug. So how about this? Uh, we do this and whoever wins gets to bone you. And he probably said it as like a joke. Maybe he was for real. And he looked at her face and she was like Okay, kind of like, you know, you have a girl and you walk into the room and you're like, hey, you want to, you want to get five guys, you want, you want five guys? And she's like, what? And you're like, yeah, you want five guys? And she's like, I don't even know if I have that many friends. She doesn't even have five holes. And and I'm like, what? And then you're like, what? What are you talking about? She's like, I don't know if I have that many guy friends. He's like, no, five guys to burger restaurant. And in her head, she's thinking about doing five guys at one time. It's kind of like that situation is what I was getting at. You know what I mean? Okay. <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I'm just saying. So, like, as far as, like, if you're thinking about it to her, you're looking at her, and you're like, is she going to go with it? So you're looking at your wife. You're saying you're staring at your wife. She goes with it, so now you put it out there, and now you have this competition. And everybody's talking about it. So, so wait, wait, wait. Let me rewind, though. Let me rewind. So you're saying you're Adam22. You're sitting with your homies, and you're and and you're thinking at this moment, how can I make a lot more money? And at the moment, you you bring up as a joke, right? That's what you said, right? Which one of you fools would win in a fight or a uh, competition till the end to bone my wife? That's what he says. I don't know. No, no, no. let me re- I'm gonna, let me paint the scene. So y'all playing cards. You're about to do a podcast. You have all of your biggest influencer retarded friends around you, right? And you want this money. So well, as a joke, so Adam Twenty Two does cocaine okay. and marijuana, alcohol. Cocaine and weed. Cocaine and weed and when they oh, oh, I know for a fact that he does it. Okay. Okay. Allegedly, I have to say that now because I have enough viewers where it matters. But uh, yeah. Allegedly, he definitely does cocaine. He drinks. I'm wondering if they're impaired when they come up with these ideas, because I feel like nobody in their right fucking mind would be like, "Yeah, let's have a competition to bone my wife." But that's what I'm saying. Personally, Randy, <laughs> now, I'm, I'm just a you know lowly guy down here in society. You know what I'm saying? But he's already made money. What if you've already made a little cash off someone boning your wife? A cool, like a cool mill. Right. You secured like a cool well, mill. Yup, so, so, so in the past, that's all right. That's all right. You don't have to know everything. That's, that's fine, but let me fill you in. That's what a podcast is about. Let me, fill, let, me, let me fill you in. So Adam22, he is the owner of No Jumper, right? And that is a non-sexual platform, very large. Basically, the new, the, the, if you're 18, it's your MTV, right? Now, on the side, what he has is something called Plug Talk. Plug Talk is a secondary podcast that's only 30 minutes long where he talks to a porn star for 30 minutes for years now, about two. He has been having sex with his wife and a porn star every episode, and that has gone on OnlyFans. Now, in this last year, 2023, which we're wrapping up, Merry Christmas, everybody. Merry Christmas to you as well. Um, What he did was he allowed for the first time in 10 years of them being together 
a male actor to have sex with her on camera. They secured the bag, $1.8 million off that. Sold it exclusively on OnlyFans. So you're sitting with your boys now. And you're drinking and doing lines. And you think in your head, damn, how can I make another? <laughs> right? Is that what you said? You said, you go, damn, how can I make a whole lot of money? <laughs> That's what he thought? And he went, and then he went, y'all, hey, y'all, hey, which one of you? I bet none of y'all can fuck my wife as good as me. Is that what he did? But I'm saying, how do you break it to him, dude? I mean, no. I mean, I think uh, the narcissistic ego would, side of his ego would just be like, I wonder which one of these fools. Because what's he making these fools do? What are they doing? All right. So what he is engage, what he is engaging in right now yeah. is a <coughs> live streamed internet Big Brother type show. Where it's like a limit date, where twelve of his biggest. How are they competing? What are they doing? Are these? Got you, got you, got you. Listen to me, listen to me, listen to me, listen to me. Fighting each other? Are they cockfighting each other? Listen to me. I don't know. I'm not watching the show. Fucking screw that. Don't think about that part. Let's not think about that part because we're just thinking about the concept. The concept though is something like that. Maybe not chopping their dick. Actually, Actually, I have a little bit of an answer for you. <laughs> no, 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 no. It's different challenges that impress Nina. Okay, so every every challenge is Nina-based. Like, make Nina a, a meal. Right, right, and she right. takes a bite and has a date with each one. Like, right, stuff like that. The whole concept is the build-up is which one of his influencer buds. Well, she just got fucked by a black guy. Remember? Yeah, that's what. So you need to listen. You listen, nigga. I said shit earlier. She's like, I want to bang one of your friends. Oh, now we're going a different route. I like this. Wait, 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 hold up. So let me, let's, yeah, okay. So let me repaint it. I like that. I like that. So, so that's a whole different scenario. So you're saying maybe this was Nina's idea. Nina got slammed by that BBC, bro. No, I'm telling you what happened. That's what happened. But I'm saying for 10 years, she only took his white cock. But I'm saying, remember, she just took. The big black. No, but what you're saying is, she. So like they were in bed. Just let me paint the picture. That's what pocket, bro. Let me paint it. So the scenario now is Nina, after getting black cunt punched multiple times, dude, and they made the money and shit. You're saying that this is how it went down. They're laying in bed and she's thirsty now. To get dicked down again and she turns over to adam 22 and goes you know it'd be crazy you know it'd be fucking wild i got 15 more to go <laughs> In her head, she's like, I've always thought a couple of his friends are cute, and I, I want to fuck them out because we fucked all these porn stars. So how can I get it so that I want to fuck his friends? 
oh, well, let's make a competition and see what he said. And he's like, hey, let's do it for content. And she's like, all right, well, at least I'll just make it so that I get to fuck one of his friends and for real on the show. You know what I'm saying? I believe... Because there's so many scenarios, you just don't know. It doesn't matter. That's the point. We're making up funny scenarios. Oh, yeah, I'm going to get Adam 22. I better get my numbers up. God damn. You know what's funny? I know I know a woman, actually, that has been on his podcast and fucked Adam 22. Grew up with her. She's from right around here. Yeah. Have you got her on the podcast? No, she hates me. I know. It makes me sad. Um... I don't know because it's not my fault. Let me explain to you why she hates me. So first off, I'm going to say her her her, correct, her her porn name, not her real name. It's Maya Mixon, right? So I grew up with Maya Mixon. And she blew up in like 2020 because she did a, did a TikTok where she was explaining that women should have sex on the first date. And here's why. Blows up. She gets flown out to L.A., does, does her first podcast on No Jumper. Adam 22. So she's one of the only porn girls to ever go on No Jumper, right? And then eventually she goes on. I don't know. Do you, I can pull her up. All you got to say is. Or, or Jamie, pull that up and you'll do it. But we have to keep talking. That's what podcasting is, you idiot. <sighs> um. Anyways, Maya Mixon. <clears throat> yeah, so so then, obviously, after that, so this is what's really weird, right? She goes on his podcast, but then she breaks an NDA because then she goes on another podcast, some guy that's still huge from L.A., but not that big, and she claims that she had sex with his photographer and had sex with him before they ever did the porn or anything, though. So that would mean that he cheated on Nina and the photographer had sex like it's weird or whatever like i don't know but she so she breaks the nda she gets sued right by him and i'm by the way we we don't like each other right so i'm kind of happy at this point i see that she's getting sued i'm like yeah baby vindication but you know years pass or whatever ends up getting on plug talk fucks him so shouts out to maya because i i honestly by the way, when I said we don't like each other, that's not true. She doesn't like me. I have nothing against her. Never had anything against you. And and you know that because I tried to fuck you so many times. Why would it? Sh come on. Not so many times, like twice. I, I got the picture, like, at the same but I'm saying I never had any ill intention towards the girl. And um, actually, I found her very entertaining. And people call her stupid all the time. And I'm like, she's not stupid. It's just a part of what she her thick, you know? Obviously, she wasn't stupid. It's crazy, though. You look up her net worth, brother. It makes me like, <clears throat> I mean, it, it creates feelings of jealousy a bit, but it's not so much jealousy as like maddening inquisitive. I want to know how. I want to literally know how did you achieve making that money? It's not. It's not. I mean, some people, but not her. Not get name someone who you think it is. I, I bet I'll I could prove to you it ain't. It's not just saying it's like. 
I'm talking about gr bl blowing up digitally. Back to the whole thing. There's so many stupid people out there that all they got to do is catch the right wave. No. That's where you're missing it. That's what I'm saying. It's not that. It's that some type of manager, some type of agency, some type of security. Yes, sir. And they did. And they implemented her. They picked her up. And when you are with these agencies, what they do is they have the highest skilled Google Analytics ad creators on earth. They don't answer. I ask all of them. Well, her specifically would be bad. She doesn't like me, remember? Reach out and... No, listen to why she doesn't like me. All right, let me explain. Can I tell you? I got some business professional shit. Say, hey, listen, all business bullshit aside, I just need to know. You know what I'm saying? Was it fucking pure fucking luck that you blew up? Or did somebody reach out to you? Because that's all I want to know. You know what I'm saying? I've tried. I've tried. And then it comes that she won't give you the information. You make a fucking series out of it, Randy. Like, the series of me asking her for info? Because listen, these bitches, bitches out here like catfish. Education who they are. You know what I'm saying? She deserves it. She has the money. No, you don't. I mean, you're not worth it if you have the money because a lot of people have that kind of money. They don't have. They don't have the same kind of vindication. You know what I'm saying? Because there's people out there in society that, like old, receive old money who have that kind of vindication and they say they suck. She's not that. We're talking about her though. In the general context of looking at each general scenario and from a broad spectrum. Let's stick on the real one. You told me to talk to her. Whether you want to know where it comes from or whatever, and it's not your business, or either which way. <gasps> Why is it not right? my business? Why is it not your business? But if it's something that she wants to duplicate as far as like. Uh... Oh, selling it as a model. Yeah. And that's why I don't think. Okay, but let, let me. So. She might not realize what somebody else did to her to make her famous. Just like, uh, let's say, NWA wasn't didn't realize that Jerry Heller was pimping them the way that he was pimping them until they took over, took action, and started changing the narrative. You know what I'm saying? That's just one context I'm thinking. So I'm thinking about like they 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 made her famous, and now she's got X amount of dollars, but they made. X amount, X amount of dollars exponentially larger than what she would even imagine. And if she's able to go out there and do the same thing. Without them. Listen to me, though. So first off, because you got to get the backstory. The knowledge that you've learned is what they did to her. Now you want to know exactly what the formula was. Because, like, back in the day, that's how I got into promoting uh, local hip-hop and book. Uh, booking a headliner. That's how I got into it. Is I started watching somebody else do it. And when I seen what they did, I just took the same exact thing and implemented it my way. You know what I'm saying? So like, and, and I, they didn't realize that I had become hit to their game. And then we were competing basically with a couple other promoters for the same kind of local talent. You know what I'm saying? And at the same venue for a minute there, right? So the same thing that we, could happen with her is they basically Sure, 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 sure. But what I'm trying to say is, is the backstory. So I had with why she will not fuck with me. Bro, you know how you are? Some other people are like it, and she's one of you. And I basically wanted to fight. What I'm saying is, is so I had this other guy that we, a mutual friend on my podcast, <clears throat> and then he brought up a girl that is her mentee. She mentors this girl. Right, but this girl is mentally challenged, and 
also a secondary uh, mutual friend of ours, he would, for years, on and off, fake date this mentally challenged girl, right? <clears throat> so during the podcast, it came up. And I was basically like, oh, you mean how he fucks a retarded girl, right? And she, that girl, saw that episode. She got sad. She got depressive and, like, tried to hurt herself, whatever. You know what I mean? And then, and then uh, Maya got mad. Fuck that dude, Brandy. <clears throat> she told me to take it down. All right. So listen. Listen to me. So her lawyer contacted me because in that episode, I said her government name. I didn't think about it, right? This is, I literally didn't think about it. And I really, I really mean this and I stand by this. Like, in a, so non-maliciously, I said her name that we grew up with because I grew up with her. So I get, a, I get a letter from her lawyer and also a very angry message from her. Like, you're like, what is wrong? With, like, she's like, do you understand you saying my real name exposes people to be able to find me? Like, she's like, Hundreds of thousands of men want to fuck me, rape me, kill me. Like, what's wrong with you? And she's right. I very instantaneously, like, felt like a pit in my stomach feeling. And, like, I like when I'm wrong, I'm... Nope, I edited out her name. I can't take it down. Right? I watched over the scene, and I decided I'm not going to take it down. Is anybody saying her name in the comments? That's not on me. I can't control the comments. That would be on YouTube. No, I, 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 got, I, I followed the cease and desist order. The cease and desist order was to take it down, but the reasoning was because of uh, exposing, it's doxing. I was legally doxing her at that point. I didn't realize that people go that hard for a, like a porn star. I don't know. I guess I just didn't think about it. Actually, I, I was just in the wrong. I was absent-minded, didn't think about it, and that's scary. You know what I mean? But um, so she's not going to mess with me, bro, because... Then, after that girl tried to hurt herself, I'm keeping it PG, <laughs> she's like, take it down. And then, and then it struck like a part of my spirit. And I was like, no, I, I did what you said. Like I, and then I was like, nah, fuck you. I'm not taking it down. She's like, it's hurting so-and-so's like, feelings. Da -da -da -da, you're doing this to the community. Because we were part of this thing. And, uh, and I was just like, I just chose to leave it. I said, I don't care. Like, I, it's not my fault. You want to know whose fault it is? The girl's parents. They shouldn't be allowing her to view it if it's like that, right? I'm not her caretaker. I, I'm making content. I don't want to hurt nobody. I don't want to dox nobody. But if I say, if I did a podcast tomorrow and I was like, Jason is a piece of shit. He should fuck cut his head off. Like, and you wouldn't cut your head off, right? Would you... I mean, if you cut your head off, you're dead. But I'm saying, if you saw that, brother, would you go cut your head off? Would you think to yourself, man, I'm going to go cut my head off? Right. No, I just hang myself from a tree in your front. Then when you opened up your window, you'd be like, oh, what the fuck? I doubt that. Either, either you would come back, you'd come back with something funny on it, or you'd be angry. That's what we do. Well, what I'm trying to say is the fact that she engaged in that, that that's not fair. And in that episode specifically, it's a great, it's a great episode. But everyone watching, by the way, you can go and watch this episode. 
<laughs> and it is the um it is the Capitol riots episode. I interviewed a guy who was the roommate of one of the main defendants of the of the or I'm not Capitol riot. I'm sorry, the Governor Gretchen Whitmore kidnapping. kidnapping. Yep. So that's what all of this came Link from. In Link in the bio, baby. But um, yeah. So that episode did really well. I felt really well about it. There was so much. Like, on my episode, there's stuff that never even has still been talked about in the news that I find really, really interesting, you know? Um, like, the fact that, dude, if you ask me, like, at the end, he brought this up that was so weird. Was the FBI trying to kill Governor Gretchen Whitmore? And that's really the thing I never thought about. I never thought that, dude. I thought... No, they're trying to make a little scandal. They're trying to set these boys up. They heard, cause, cause, so I knew um, one of the people that got in trouble that day or whatever, and he went, he went, he was a part of this thing that we were in, and um, he like, dude, he was like that. He was like, fuck Obama, they're taking our rights. Uh, I know the lawyer that defended those guys. Okay, Nicholas his law firm or whatever they, they defended or whatever they were on the case and i believe he believes that it was a government coup as well they were trying to do some shit they were probably trying to take the government or to take, take government. governor gretchen whitmore out and that's what's really interesting that's the part that i never order, thought was happening show her, show her that they could but they didn't then she caught him right what I'm saying, at least, sir, at least, at least it makes you think about it. I guess we don't know what's going on behind the scenes. You're right. Like, I, I, you're right. An FBI could have walked up to her and said, pretty dangerous out here, huh? Are you going to do the thing? Yeah. You're right. You're right. But that, that was the part that was fascinating because to me, what I thought was going on was the FBI was up to their old tricks where, because oh, that's what I was trying to say. So listen, I knew one of those kids. What I'm trying to say is he was like that. He was a fanatic. I don't know if he was going to break the law. The thing is that they, you know, they brought, didn't they bring, um, basically two FBI agents set the whole thing up? No. 16 FBI agents. Who knows, right? What I'm saying is, do you want to know how many real people were in it? Five. When there's more agents than there is people... But what I'm trying to say is, is I always thought that it was just like to catch the, the people, right? I thought, you know what I thought actually? More like Governor Gretchen Whitmore sent them. To me, they, they, they might have had a thought and a way to do it, but they never had intent until the FBI showed up. Like, yeah, we can do this and we got these guys. And that's when they were like, we got, I got my buddy, Randy, I could bring in on this too. And there, and it was really an FBI agent. And then Randy's like, yeah, I got my buddy, uh, Joe and Bob. And they were both FBI agents. And they were like, yeah, yeah we're going to take over the fucking, we're going to. All right. The bridge we're Pause though. Here's my question. What was it though? The FBI did this to either instill fear in her or to try to kill her. Or did the FBI do this to catch those guys? There was chatter amongst these guys. And then they built it into a a giant case to, to get to get a better money to look good okay so that's so that's because that's what i'm trying to say the kids saying it's so but it's so much worse when it, it it's way worse to kill her that's what's wrong less worse that's normal that's what they do that's what they do though right 
if they did it to kill Governor Gretchen Whitmore, something I didn't even think about, and that's why that was so interesting, that episode. That's, that's the thing is that, like, uh, they say By the way, we love Governor Gretchen Whitmore here. We don't want her. I've met you, by the way. So many different factions of the FBI. Like the FBI is just the name, but there's so many different. That's unprovable. No, con policies, that's conspiracy. I think you're thinking of the CIA. The FBI is way more stringent. It is. It is. You're correct, 100%. What I'm saying is the extrinsics. The FBI has at least a formal, you might be right, but a formal chain of command is what I'm saying. That you could go look up, I could go look up. It's on the F The CIA does not. And so I, I just think that, I think you were speaking on the CIA maybe. So you're saying that the whole entire FBI felt that they needed to remove Governor Richard? What I'm saying is that's why I wasn't taking down my episode. It was so interesting because I thought it was they're building a little case. And he said, no, dude. They were trying to kidnap her. And like, so there's a piece of that case that was weird. Like it wasn't in the news, but he said that there was an end um, idea that they were going to take her to the middle of the ice in Canada and murder her there. And there was some unusual connection about going to Canada when he was telling me about it. I was like, that's really, really odd. Why did the FBI, because that's who did it, create the idea where they were going to kidnap her, take her to the middle of the ice on the border of Michigan and Canada. Oh, that's why. And murder her. Russia, Canada. Like you started this whole podcast talking about. Well, I just see it less likely that America takes over Canada and says, well, let's go invade Russia. Not invade but just to have a more secure stronghold. You see- So real, like if, 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 if Canada ever, or if, if, if Russia ever rolled into Alaska and whatever, whatever, we would get word and it wouldn't be to Canada, hey, can we come the fuck over? It would be knock, knock, we're here. You know what I'm saying? And we would just have troops all over the country of Canada and, and Canada would, go, we would, would fall into our army. It's not a- Canada has their own army. We have our own army, and we're gonna go fight this front together. It's no United States is here, and y'all can keep Toronto and Quebec safe. You're thinking too geopolitically. I that no, because that's not what it's about. I, I'm speaking purely on the economic standpoint of it. You're talking about a place that is massive, that only has a population of 12 million people. It is. The side, I, I, I don't know exactly. So like so much of it's inhabitable, bro. Yeah, it's not about inhabiting it. It's about the resources that are underneath it. That's what I'm talking about. The equipment's there. Canada does it. Canada gets their own natural resources from their valley. Yeah, okay, so you're saying go there and take the resources? Not take it. Ownership, ownership of it. Because that increases your geopolitical value. Why is Saudi Arabia worth a damn? So, so Russia's gonna, so Russia's gonna, or Russia or China is gonna come to war with the United States just to have ownership of Canada's resources? 
No. Or the United States are going to go up there just to have ownership of their research and say, because here's, I, I think yes. that's like an unwritten rule that everybody knows, Randy. Oh, we're daddy. We know that. For for sure, but but that is that they're 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 not connected anymore, but the last uh parliament of government that was connected to them was England, right? Under law, we're not we are daddy. They love us. We we always save them. But I'm saying I'm not even saying this really was what was happening. I just thought it was interesting, bro, but I'm saying it would be smart to be able to be there for the resources of land ownership. No, you don't want to even live. You don't even want to live there, dude. It's just they're going to give us the money. That would be the whole point. And then if they did want to ever invade through there, you, oh, no, you're never touching through there. Like, do you know why the Ukraine is so valuable? The Ukraine is so valuable because it is a land bridge for oil. Oil that supplies all of Europe goes from Russia through there to everywhere else so 47 percent of that owned by the united states government that's the only reason why anything's important for anything in america is the capitalism behind it that's why i was saying you're going too geopolitical i think we it's like for me it's first principles work off economics because everyone has I, just, I figured like growing up playing the game of risk you knew that like you could only be so big Around in a way that better suits us to one defend an invasion from 